anchor page right now. It looks gorgeous with all of the podcast icons there. So anything from iTunes, again, officially from Apple, finally, after a couple of weeks of waiting, we got Spotify. We have, I think, is SoundCloud one of them? We have quite a few quite a few different platforms here. Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Copy RSS. I'm sure there's even more out there that we've never heard of before, but for now, those are all the major audio platforms that luckily the podcast is now available on. And I feel like it's been one of the longest weeks yet in a good way. I mean, there's been so much happening this past week. We went live on, what was it, Tuesday for the Activision earnings call for quarter one. What'd you think about that? That was, that was interesting, right? Uh, it definitely, I think it definitely took everyone by surprise. Uh, I, I, I kind of got the sense that no one really realized it was happening until like yeah. an hour before it happened. Yeah. But, yeah. That, yeah. That, that was definitely something that I noticed on Twitter as well. I feel like once I scheduled my stream, other channels out there were like, oh crap, I didn't know that was happening. People went live pretty late with it, like right when it started. I went live with it like, I think it was two hours before it started just for a bit of a countdown as I usually do. Appreciate everybody in chat today. Again, we do the podcast every Friday evening at around this time. Hopefully that works out for you. If you guys miss it, you can always rewatch the podcast on the public playlist for it on my YouTube channel or on any of the audio platforms linked in the description. The first topic I had written down had to do with the big reveal events coming season three. We touched on this, I think it was last week, but we have some updates on it thanks to a quote-unquote leaker in the community who was claiming that it is known as X2, whereas the Black Ops Cold reveal was X1 in Warzone. That's the file name or the code name for it. So... If it's X2, I'm curious how big this event is going to end up being when it does drop. What do you think it's going to be when this does happen? Um, well, it could this it could be it could mean like one of two things. Yeah. So the first one is that it's a it's a it's a solely a Cold War event. That's why it's X2. You know, it'd be like part or like not part two, but the kind of the the sequel to part one, which we saw in August. Or it could be X2, as in like it's just a, the second reveal event. So. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's going to be sick either way. I don't think anyone was, anyone was expecting, especially when we saw it on the roadmap, right. a, an event this season. A whole mid-season event, so. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's crazy to think about, but, you know, in terms of what it means, it's like I theorized before. I'm like, we have shattered glass in this image, and I'm like, all right, the shattered glass could be something referring to the hospital where Adler is currently at. People out there pointed out, though, that we already rescued Adler because the skin for him is called Tortured and Rescued. So we may have rescued him off screen, shockingly, which would be a bit strange. I, I'd assume that would be covered in a cutscene. But if that's the case, then the shattered glass could be like a new sledgehammer logo, a, a hammer breaking through glass. I mean, that's just a theory right now for Call of Duty 2021. But if it's COD 2021 related, then that'll be a pretty early reveal compared to what we got for Black Ops Cold War, which I wouldn't be complaining about. I think that'd be interesting. Uh, do you think we can get a reveal as soon as this season, though? A title announcement, uh, a, a cinematic story trailer? What, what do you think about that? Um, I think I, I don't even I don't even know to begin with this because Black Ops Cold War wasn't it like Sledgehammer got ripped off Black Ops Cold War to work on this game. They that, yes, <laughs> Call of Duty 2020 so, was their game at one point. They got ripped off of it to then start a new project, which is what they're going to drop this year, uh, an apparent World War II sequel. So. We'll see how that goes. So I'd imagine they would have. Uh, so I imagine that there would be at least uh, there would be a better foundation for the game at this point. Yeah. Uh, this year than it was last year. Right. Right. So may, maybe we could also. see a title reveal and like maybe some type of uh, 
cinematic trailer type thing because they're maybe they're not quite ready to show gameplay yet yeah m- maybe that's the case i mean a lot of ways this can go chad and i'm looking forward to what the future holds with it and in terms of when the event is i'm gonna have to guess season three reloaded will open with this event in warzone i'm just hoping it's on the same scale as the the cold war reveal where there's steps a little easter egg and then you know as a lobby together we all run somewhere and then a cutscene plays or a trailer of sorts i mean there's so many ways they can do it that I think could easily top the nuke event, which in my opinion didn't deliver on quite a few notes. I was hoping that it would. Thank you, Nova Moss, for becoming a member as well. Just popped up in the chat there. Thank you. Premise. Let's go. Buddy Premise. Appreciate that. And yeah, still still looking into maybe rebranding or reshaping how the members work on my channel. Might do that this month. Still looking into uh, the best way to get that done to maybe dropping it to just one tier for like six bucks instead of having three tiers. I mean, I was talking about that for a while with Vajardi, so we'll see how uh, we get that sorted soon. Probably going to end up doing that um, ASAP. But, yeah, somebody mentioned premise-only chats, packs. It's funny you brought that up because YouTube announced yesterday, which I mentioned in a video too, how now you can do subscriber-only chats. But what I failed to mention in the commentary, I added it on screen later during the edit, was that it's only a feature available for certain channels right now. And that's the problem with with streaming on YouTube is that they bring out all these new features. They're rolling out all these these betas and these new tools, but that's limited to certain Call of Duty channels. Not even all Call of Duty partners or YouTube partners, but a very specific group of YouTube channels that... Again, it kind of defeats the purpose of, of testing out this feature, right? It's like only a few people that have millions of subs can test this. You know, I'd love to see how it would work for a smaller channel, right? But we're going to have to wait and see how that goes. But YouTube is still missing rating other channels, gifting memberships, and clipping. Clipping exists for, again, certain channels right now. But I would love to see something like that added at some point to really compete with Twitch as a streaming platform. Because YouTube has potential to do it. Don't get me wrong. YouTube could definitely pull off uh, a good competitor for a streaming platform. But, you know, it's all up in the air right now. But quick uh, quick side note on that. And uh, with this reveal event, though, what do you think they should do? Should they do a, a title announcement? Should they do a, a campaign reveal right away and then drop multiplayer zombies, like, deeper in the summer? I mean, how should they do it this year? Considering Activision is also going to E3, according to rumors, at least. I think I think with this year we could uh, we could definitely be seeing a more usual approach to reveals yeah. and betas and trailers uh, and stuff like that, which uh, you can take that as good or bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely think uh, I hopefully we get a summer beta again because uh, yeah, so we can just we can just grind out in the yeah. uh, in the summer because I remember in Black Ops Cold War, I was freaking I was going to school and shit. And then the the, the, yeah. the beta and the alpha are out, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was back-to-back back weekends. Alpha was one weekend, the beta was two weekends in a row, like a couple weeks I later. Think, I, I, can't remember. I, think the, I think the alpha might have been like two weeks before the beta or something like that. Maybe a month, yeah. I, I don't know. And don't be surprised, Chad, if you see some PlayStation exclusivity with this year's beta again. Considering we don't have maps dropping a month after playstation for xbox and pc that was a thing from black ops 3 to black ops 4 if i'm not mistaken i know black ops 4 changed it to like what a week but before black ops 4 it was like a month so considering that doesn't exist anymore playstation is going to find new ways to create exclusivity when it comes to an alpha or a beta a mode in the game i mean i think black ops cold war did it the best they took a mode that i think is great but the mode itself, I think, is something that Xbox and PC aren't dying over. They could definitely wait until November 1st to, to be able to play it. I'd rather have it that way versus, like, Dead Ops Arcade 3 or a whole Zombies map be locked behind some PlayStation exclusivity. The deal's going to stick no matter what, and the deal's still active for 
the Modern Warfare remasters, should I remind you, right? Modern Warfare 1 and 2 remaster dropped 30 days early on PlayStation. Modern Warfare 3 will be the same thing. So something that I'd rather have, you know, instead of actual zombies experiences being locked. But some people out there, I saw some comments, which we'll actually get to during who are these people. Some people were saying like, oh, when does Xbox get these exclusive deals? And I'm like... Xbox kind of had it for a good six, seven years. What was it? Modern Warfare 2 until Advanced Warfare, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was a long time. It, it, was, it was a good six, seven years. And I think PlayStation has surpassed that already. They're on what? They're on seven years now, I think, since Black Ops 3. I, I, my brain's farting here. I think it's, yeah, 2015, 16, 17, 18, 19. Oh, so we're about to hit about the seventh year, eighth year of uh, PlayStation exclusivity. So will Battle.net ever get that opportunity one day? I mean... I think they go with whatever the strongest player base is, right? Who has the strongest player base, which platform that is. So that's PlayStation right now. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of what we'll leave that at. But I also have written down, because I've seen a lot of comments about this, and you brought it up before, but Call of Duty 2021 versus Battlefield 6. Uh, it's kind of a headache to look at as of lately, because I'm seeing a lot of comments that... Give me deja vu. It's like, oh, just wait for the next Battlefield. Screw the next COD. Battlefield's going to blow everything away. It's going to be revolutionary. And shall I add, which I'll ask you for your thoughts in a second, but shall I add, Halo leaks surfaced. I think it was yesterday. And I think it was a, a ex-dev or ex-QA or someone who said that Halo Infinite that's coming out in, what, a couple of months isn't a revolutionary title. It's not going to take the series in a new direction like God of War did. It's kind of just a game that's semi-open world. That's what they were going for. But it's nothing special. That's the way the person described that. You described it as. And I thought the same thing's going to happen with Battlefield, where it, it might be a really solid launch, but it's not going to be this Call of Duty killer people want it to be. And I'm not wishing failure or negativity on Battlefield, but name another franchise other than Grand Theft Auto that updates their game so frequently with so much budget and time and with celebrity status. Name a game that does that, that isn't Call of Duty or Grand Theft Auto. I can't think of one. You know, what do you think about that? Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, unless we're counting Minecraft, well, that doesn't really have, uh, that doesn't really yeah, have yeah. celebrities. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The whole, with the whole the whole battlefield thing, um, I, I don't know where people are gonna or where people are coming up with this notion that it's going to dethrone COD, which I don't I don't believe it's ever dethroned. I don't think Battlefield has ever dethroned COD ever, and it's not even but close. It's, I don't think, but it, but it's somehow gonna do it when it's COD's literally at the top, <laughs> its top like peak in history. I I don't see how it's gonna happen. Will 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 be a cool game to play. Uh, probably i well, i play it a lot maybe but it's it's not gonna be anything like oh you're hopping on uh you're hopping on battlefield for whatever whatever yeah. I, I just think battlefield doesn't really um uh work like that especially with what with what i've seen because you can always hop into a hop into a quick little 6v6 and uh, on cod anyway and yeah just, i caught some like, flack for saying this and i think it was a world war ii video i made like a month ago i was like look battlefield five was more successful than one if i'm not mistaken but then the firestorm battle royale didn't do well that completely flopped and even if the games launch successfully it's all about player retention which call of duty is one of the few franchises that can keep that player retention very strong even during a dip like infinite warfare uh player base and and financially even though they had a dip during that season it still outdid battlefield that year which is again just showing you how far ahead activision is so you know 
if if Battlefield launched successfully, it can keep some player retention. Sure, it, it could have a strong player base for a minute, but to say all these these bold claims about oh, COD's not going to make it, COD's not going to sell well, it's like it's like you said. The Activision phone call solidified this peak that they're at right now. People want to say Cold War's dead, Modern Warfare's dead, or whatever's dead. It's like, it's literally the opposite of that. And people, oh, they're lying to investors. It's literally illegal. <laughs> I mean, people claiming that Activision's going to lie to their investors in uh, an earnings call. An earnings yeah. call. It's like, what I can see happening at the most is a bit of a stretch where they, where they say that an upcoming title might not hit a certain quote or, or might not perform as well they might un they might provide some expectations that they say are going to underperform but then when they know the game's going to overperform it then pleases shareholders later so there might be a strategy in that it's not necessarily lying but kind of uh undertelling what what, what they think is going to happen on purpose but that's the most i could see happening not literally saying oh yeah this is happening this is happening and then it's not i mean <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just the bias that people have. I mean, if you don't like Black Ops Cold War, more power to you. If you don't like Warzone, also more power to you. But these bold claims about Battlefield are just a bit much at this point. I mean, it's cringe to see. You know, I almost want to put a tweet out saying like, oh, I can't wait to see how Battlefield does when it releases. I want to see how the player retention looks a month after that game launches. You know what I mean? Uh, which, again, succeed or fail, I just don't think it's going to touch COD. But, you know... People judging this next release before even seeing a title announcement has me wondering. Like, if you start judging it when you see the title World War II Vanguard, I get it. There's a little more to judge off, right? Because of the title going back to World War II. We don't even have that yet. People are already talking crap. So, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit silly to see all over Twitter and Reddit. I mean, it's, it is what it is. But, you know, personally, though, do you believe that another World War II title will succeed with this new Sledgehammer team they have going? Or do you think it's a bit risky going back to the past again after, you know, people being, quote-unquote, tired of boots on the ground already? So when I when I hear that Sledgehammer could be going back to World War II, which is, which is an old topic at this point, but right. I know the Game Revolution tweeted something out where when New Year's hit, Sledgehammer tweeted out, um, let's okay, try let's, again. Try, let's try this again. Yeah, yeah. So I remember that. That, that could mean that... Uh, obviously they're making a new game, which they, they are, but we can also look at it as a double meaning. Ooh, we're, we're getting into some serious stuff here where it could mean that they were retrying World War II, a World War II era COD again, which it was, uh, I, th I think World War II was great. I personally think that COD was really good after yeah. the revamps and changes that were oh, made after, yeah. Yeah. after uh, Cornbread and Cornbread uh, got booted. And Schofield. Was, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Cornbread and Schofield yeah. got booted. I think there's a lot of good changes that they made, like the full overhaul of the divisions, uh, the earnable supply drops, salvage. Salvage needs to return in a COD. That's literally the best system ever. Right, right. No, I, I understand that too. And, I, and I'm like, the thing with, with Sledgehammer though is not only have they hired hundreds of new developers, they're opening a new studio in, not Tampa, not Toronto, something with a T, I think. I remember correctly. It's, it's Toronto, yeah. Is Toronto? Okay, it's Toronto. Uh, they're opening a new studio. They're hiring new devs. I mean, they have different divisions at Sledgehammer now. Activision apparently is going to be hiring 2,000 more developers in the next year. So Sledgehammer is more than capable of coming out with their own title. They weren't about a year and a half ago. So that's why they were a support studio for Treyarch and Raven. But I, I think let's give this a shot. You know, World War II performed fairly well i think player base and microtransaction wise so activision giving world to another go i think is the right call right now 
Advanced Warfare 2, I I, I think I think Activision is done right now with, with controversy. I think they've had enough of it. So in Advanced Warfare 2, I, I think the, the vocal minority definitely wants it. But majority of the player base, 100% will be complaining about jetpacks and whatnot. So I don't think uh, that would be the right call at all. There was a rumor that I read in a recent video a few days ago. And it's more than likely fake. I said it in the video to make that very clear. I'm not claiming that it was real. I'm not saying it's my leak. I read it from a Twitter account who came out of nowhere but wrote something that I felt was a bit believable. And what he claimed was that it is a game set during the Korean War near the 50s. But you play as Daniel from the World War II campaign. And he's essentially dealing with a lot of PTSD from World War II. So while he's in the Korean War serving, he's having flashback missions to unseen World War II missions that you didn't see in the previous game. That's a great idea. I mean, if it's fake, cool. it's a badass idea. And if it's fake, I'm like, damn, that sucks. But if it's real, I can really see that working, right? Where they essentially get the best of both worlds, a bit of a hybrid like Black Ops 2. So, you know, if they pull that off, I think I'm game for that, where you kind of do a bit of both. So it's not really a World War II game. It is, but it isn't. Uh, and he also mentioned like, you know, things about multiplayer and zombies, which I didn't believe because I'm like, how would they have that plan so far ahead? Maybe they do. And, and he is legit. But I went over that just in case that comes true at some point. You know, it's always fun to talk about things like that, because even though it may be fake, it's a good rumor that I think uh, fuels some really good discussion. I mean, I think that's an idea that would definitely work. There was already a rumor a couple months ago about a 1950s Pacific era Call of Duty, which they haven't really done before. So, again, that, that could tie in very well. Uh, so... You know, I, I think ideas like that would work, but I think what gets confusing is whether or not it's in the same timeline as Black Ops Cold War or Modern Warfare 2019. That's when things get a bit messy and, and how the continuity kind of jumps around from place to pay, place. to place. I'm like, I don't know how they can tie all that in. But do you think they should go with a sequel to The Last World War II or should they just start fresh again and just say, fuck it? What do you think is the smart move for that? I mean, at, at this point, the story's so messed up. I, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, would, I would rather them just restart because just, yeah just close app restart <laughs> exactly because yeah, then if you, if you have that canon then then that story in world war ii from 2017 yeah. that's canon in black ops and modern warfare 2019 and i feel like it could get off on like on the wrong foot especially with if zombies is still canon to the whole storyline as a whole right right um so i yeah, I would much rather them just reset, but again, it would be kind of cool to see characters return from that campaign because there there was there was a few good characters. Right, right. So. Yeah, I think it was a it was a solid campaign, not my favorite, but it was definitely a it was a solid game. I think it felt polished uh at a, at a well-driven story. You know, I, I just think that them giving that another go for next-gen hardware sounds great. The fact that they were saying that it's being built just for next-gen I want to bring that up because I think people really misinterpreted what that meant. The way it was worded in the investors call made it sound like the game is only dropping on PS5, Xbox Series X. I don't think they're going to do that, though. I feel like that's such a risk sales-wise to do, especially if it's a World War II game. It's already a risk as it is, apparently. And if you limit that to just next-gen hardware and PC, I think it's too soon for that. So... Tom Henderson, some other insiders were saying that, oh, the game is dropping on PS4, Xbox One. But the way it's worded reminds me of Black Ops 3 and Advanced Warfare, where the game is built for those platforms, the new ones. But another studio will come in and create a last-gen version of the game with maybe less features, less frame rate, less capabilities, uh, maybe less post-launch updates. So you'll get like a watered-down, still reliable version of the game on PS4, Xbox One, but the true experience will be on PS5, Series X, and, and PC, of course. So that's my interpretation of it. I could be wrong, 
but I really don't. I mean, do you think they're going to really cut off PS4 now during a pandemic? You know, sales were great for the next gen car, next gen hardware, but it's still hard to find a PS5. <laughs> you know what I mean? So why would they do that now? Maybe the reason that it was worded that way was because uh, they know that if they could, and I'm pretty sure this is one of our topics, but I'm pretty sure they know if they did continue to update um, Modern Warfare and Cold War throughout a premium, premium release of right. next gen, of only next gen, of uh, Vanguard, we'll just call it Vanguard, screw it. Yeah. Um, then then they could, they could just release it on that just because <laughs> because they wanted to. And then maybe bring it to... to um, last gen a little bit later like, right didn't black, ops, didn't black ops 3 do that did they bring it to... if i'm not mistaken i mean somebody in the chat correct me here i think the ps3 version of black ops 3 did drop a little bit after the main release on ps4 i, I maybe all released at the same time but i just know that at one point it was a mess right advanced ghost and advanced warfare had good last gen ports we'll put it there the games were built yep. for ps4 xbox one but other studios, I think it was High Moon, Beanox, they still made some good ports of those games for PS3, Xbox 360. But then Black Ops 3 came around. That game's pretty ambitious. So I think it was, it might have been High Moon as well, or maybe, maybe it was Beanox. One of them, they were used to already porting CODs to last-gen hardware. They tried it with Black Ops 3. Midway through development, we know that the campaign in Black Ops 3 is four-player co-op. Midway through that, they're like, oh, wait a second. The last-gen version is only going to have a two-player co-op campaign. So they changed it, and then closer to launch, they said, actually, there's no campaign at all. They scrapped the whole thing for last gen, and they dropped just multiplayer and zombies for Black Ops 3, only then released the giant and Horizon Drac for Black Ops 3 post-launch on the last gen hardware. I don't know about the multiplayer maps. I think they dropped maybe one or two map packs, maybe maybe even just one, but they just dropped support for that game altogether after, like, I think after Horizon Drac dropped. So... Could see a similar deal with this, where they just significantly uh, update the current gen version of Vanguard for PS5, Series X, and then they, they drop maybe little updates for older platforms. But the PS4 and Xbox One are still capable of definitely running, I, I think, a, a good newer Call of Duty. But depending on what they do with like headquarters and maybe something revolutionary like that in Vanguard, then they might be held back a bit by those last gen platforms. We're not sure yet. I just, I just kind of made this connection. So, yeah, Advanced Warfare, that COD, that COD released when the when the when the Xbox One, the PS4 came out. Ghost, I'm pretty sure it was Ghost. Oh, it was oh, oh, sorry. So go, yeah, Ghost did that, and then, um, crap, I forgot the point I was trying to make. But what, what we're kind of seeing now is that like, again to build off the point where they could actually just release a last gen version of it because with um. Because I was only because you have Ghost, Advanced Warfare, and then Black Ops Three, and then they didn't release a last gen one for Black Ops Three, which is so I'm I'm trying to make the connection here where it's like you have Black Ops Cold War, and then the timeline's kind of messed up, but Black Ops Cold War, and then the Vanguard, and then they wouldn't even continue for Vanguard because it's already been like two years or a year or whatever since the thing dropped, which which uh, next gen dropped, which I don't think could be a really good plan. It was just a theory that I was saying, but. No, yeah, I, I think you're also thinking about the uh, like a bit of a pattern too. So, I mean, again, the cycle yeah. th the cycle is thrown off, like you were saying, because Sledgehammer got skipped for 2020. So now that 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 pattern is a bit screwed up. But there was a pattern at a point where it's like, okay, Ghost dropped, the PS4 dropped, and then uh, Black Ops Cold War dropped, the PS5 dropped. So it's like, the pattern is a bit off. But theoretically, you could say maybe every every time a new 
generation of consoles drops, maybe after two CODs, they'll then drop the last-gen platform. So maybe by Modern Warfare 2 or Treyarch's 2023 title, they'll end up dropping the PS4 indefinitely. But, you know, that it's, it's up in the air right now. Definitely up in the air. Um, but as we were just touching on, a Cold War a year or two. So I, I just feel like it solidified so much more thanks to the investors' call that Cold War has outperformed in many different areas. They said that the past three seasons of Cold War have been the most successful seasons in Call of Duty history. It's the most purchased battle pass to date. So what does that tell you when you, when you compare Cold War to Modern Warfare? Cold War has outdone Modern Warfare in many avenues. And if Modern Warfare got a bit of year two content, not too much, but a bit, Cold War probably will as well. And then it goes back to that point I made many times, which is that in between Black Ops 3 and 4, there's three full years. Plenty of time for Treyarch to update Black Ops 3 while working on Black Ops 4. But the gap between Black Ops 4 to Cold War wasn't very great. It was only, what, a year and a half. So there wasn't enough time to continue updating Black Ops 4. Hence why we have Cold War now. But going back to a three-year cycle again, Cold War to Treyarch 2023... Plenty of time for Treyarch to say, all right, let's work on an ambitious project for the next two years while still dropping little bits of content for Cold War, whether it's free map updates, free weapons, hopefully some zombies remasters, definitely some outbreak updates. Those are inevitable for the next year. Uh, what do you think about a year two, though? What is what is possible for a year two? Something on the scale of what Black Ops 3 did with actual like operations, weapons, and remasters, or something smaller than that? What do you think about a year two? Um, I, I agree with what Chris said in chat. Cold War needs to die. Dot dot Garbo. That's what, that's what I agree with. <laughs> Cold War needs to. I, I'm like, you know, need, needs to die. Wow. I, I mean, I'm not even gonna ask the reasoning for why, but I mean, I I can promise you that 99.9% of the community disagrees with that. If right now Cold War is outperforming every other Call of Duty at the moment, I mean, they're reaching numbers that I've never seen before. So and that was a that was a joke, by the way. I, I don't want Cold War to die. I, I think it's the, I think yeah. it's one of the best CODs uh, ever released. But uh, yeah, yeah I, never mind. Uh, so yeah, what you were saying about like um, with the year two and stuff like that, in relation to the updates that could be dropping. Um, so Black Ops Three, I didn't play a lot of the the content that came out uh, after Black Ops Three cycle. Right, right. Because because I was actually playing and enjoying uh, Infinite Warfare. So right. I never really got to see what that happened, but from my understanding, there was like new weapons added, some little Lots. operations. Yep. Um, it was wild, man. And there, and there was some like weather variants. I think it would be really cool to see just some, like, like Black Ops 4 did, some weather variants added, uh, definitely some new weapons. Maybe even like some type of pass, outbreak updates would be sick to see. I, I, yeah, uh, and I almost want to put it as a topic. I wanted to put zombies past the topic because I'm like, I think people don't realize that Black Ops 4 was the last Call of Duty where you had that traditional DLC release schedule because people didn't like that and immediately praised Modern Warfare's. That just was a nail in the coffin, guaranteeing that every future Call of Duty will have the Modern Warfare model with essentially a $10 battle pass, a season every month and a half, and then you know the free updates along, alongside that. There's pros and cons to both systems, the Black Ops 4 and the Modern Warfare system, but people out there saying like, oh, where's the maps we paid for? And I'm like... Do you not realize you that paid for D Machina, you dude. literally paid for D Machina? I was talking to Eric the other day about this, and I, I was laughing in the DMs. I'm like, look, people are out there claiming, like, oh, we paid for this. I'm like, you didn't, though. You paid for D Machina with no season pass, right? But you probably were the same person complaining during Black Ops 4 about the Black Ops pass, and now you want that system back. <laughs> Where were you when that pass was out? I mean, it's like, it's almost, it's, it's like the saying, you never know what you have until it's gone. 
It's like when the Black Ops Pass came out, I definitely noted a couple flaws with it. It could have been better in this, that, this, but the pass itself was still theoretically the same system we were used to from previous Black Ops games. Now people want that again. And what I suggested before Cold War even got revealed was, look, let's do the free model like Modern Warfare for multiplayer and Warzone. Let's do a Zombies Pass so that players can at least feel secured into knowing they're going to get at least X amount of maps over the course of like 9, 10 months or blah, 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 whatever it's going to promise. That, that's what I would recommend, at least for the zombies community. But people out there talking about, oh, where's this? Where's that? I'm like, you don't realize that there's no season pass. The game you paid for is what you paid for. They can stop updating the game right now, and legally that's okay. In Black Ops 4 or any game before that, they couldn't do that because they promised you four map packs with X amount of multiplayer maps, X amount of zombies maps. We don't have that anymore. So there is no promise. There is no guarantee we're going to get an update every Thursday or every month and a half. It's like, it just blows my mind to people that are so uninformed or just ignorant to, 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 to these facts. I mean, it's just, it's insane, man. It's, it's insane to see. And someone's just said in chat, um, and most of the profits are from overpriced bundles. Um, yeah, that's true. Because when you're releasing uh, insane amounts of free content every... Uh, Literally every week. <laughs> Every week, every two, every two and a half months, every season, when you're in releasing that much free content, that pretty much no other game's doing on the scale of Call of Duty right now. Uh, I mean, you Literally can argue, for, you can argue Fortnite and maybe some other uh, free-to-play battle royale games, but right, um, that's what happens when you can either choose one: you want to pay for your maps and then be able to grind all your shit with supply drops. <laughs> or do you want do you want free maps and then pay for your skins? Like, but, but, yeah. And wait a second though, you pay for the maps, and then people are still going to complain. Oh, why do we have to pay for this? Should be free. Oh, why are there microtransactions in the game if we have to pay for the maps? But then you get everything for free, and you have optional bundles that you don't need to buy because they don't do anything special. They just look sexy, right? All the attachments that come with blueprints you can put on your weapon no matter what. So it's like people complain about the optional bundles you don't have to buy. They'll criticize me for buying some to make videos with them, but then. It's like, wait, do you want free maps? Do you not want free maps? It's like, I, me personally, I love the Black Ops 4 way of, of microtransactions. And I won't go off on a tangent about it again, but the black market revamp in that game after like September of 2019, that was the definite model I think they should go with where you can have a supply drop system, but have a way you can trade cases for guaranteed items of your choice. That's fair to me. If you want to also have a pass that, you know, you pay for maps with, I think that that's a good balance. You know, you can have your supply drops, have your battle, have your season passes, but then let us trade our cases for guaranteed weapons or, or cosmetics, whatever that can be. What I have a problem with, though, which I agree with people out there criticizing is the bundles in Black Ops Cold War Warzone. A lot of them look fantastic, but there is no way to obtain them without actually spending money. There should be some system where you can trade a key or, or, or uh, you know, a case or, or something for like grindable some grind yeah and i think that's the answer which you talked about i think briefly like the first podcast like two months ago that is the problem with call of duty it's not actually the amount of content map wise perks fucking updates that's actually the problem the problem is having a grindable currency that's what made black ops 3 so successful is that no matter what was out at the time you were always able to grind more cryptic keys and multiplayer liquid diviniums and zombies we don't have that at all in black ops cold war so unless you're grinding ranks or or, or you know camos there's always going to be this like this this door at the end of the tunnel where you're kind of blocked it's like oh you did everything you could up until this point now what? You play another game, or there's nothing else to do after you get all your camos, play all those maps a couple of times, get your calling cards unlocked. Having a grindable currency, as as many people might not agree with, though, it's like, oh, well, we shouldn't be any currency. Everything should be free. It's like that's not how it works business wise, though. At least for Activision, when you have those currencies, 
it's unlimited replayability to get everything you want in the game, you know? And Black Ops 3 had, you know, some predatory issues with (laughs) essentially a gambling problem at times. I agree with that. You know, the odds to get weapons were rough. I mean, I know that. But at least there was a currency in there to continuously grind for free no matter what if you didn't want to spend money. So that's kind of my take on this this model with with, with DLC. But, you know, it's really... It's really a double-edged sword because no matter what Activision does, there's always gonna be complaining regardless. People are gonna blame Treyarch. It's literally above their pay above their pay grade to even make these decisions. So there is no way to solve this issue, really. I mean, uh, I just I just find it hilarious to see people talking about, oh, we're not getting what we paid for. It's like you literally paid for a sixty dollars game in what was it October, and <laughs> they could have not updated that game a single time afterwards. And legally, what are we gonna do about it? <laughs> that, that's it. Um- that would have been uh, that would have been pretty funny. He just re- released a game. I mean, that's how most games were. That's how all to games be, be are. What, what publisher is like Activision or EA? They can they can pump out updates so frequently with that much budget, celebrity appearances, all, all these cosmetics, and the licensing to movies and all this '80s music. What game can do that at this at this rate? No other game can pull that. So I, I think that's why I, I'm quote unquote addicted to Call of Duty, as you could say. That's why I do it full time. You know, for content creation. Is that there's no other there's no other game unless it's like GTA, Minecraft, Fortnite, which again they're a bit different, but there's no other shooter like this that you can really survive off of content wise, uh, update wise. It, it's just it's a reliable franchise that you can always know is going to provide something for you. I think that's where my uh, my content creation uh, comes from. Is that you know COD's out every year with a new release and, and there's there's updates every every week nearly now so. We're at a different stage of content creation and, and updates that we were never at years ago, which is incredible to see. Um, yeah, I think there's I think there's a legitimate argument uh, at this point in time with COD where you can say it's it's being updated at just as frequently, if not more, than in Fortnite. I think there's a legitimate argument. Oh yeah, to it. oh I could definitely I could definitely uh, support an argument like that. I mean. Wars and integration confirmed for Sledgehammer's next title. I mean, water's wet, the sky is blue. Everybody, everybody could have guessed that. But you know, the the announcements on this phone call, I mean, really just solidify things we already expected and knew. But if anybody needed confirmation of any of these things, we got plenty of confirmation that Cold War is just successful as ever. Modern Warfare still doing good. Uh, the way they described Warzone, though, with it being so successful, is something we'll talk about deeper in the podcast. Kind of about this. It's kind of this free-to-play hub that I think it's going to turn into at some point. I know Matt mentioned this last week on the podcast. He was saying that, yeah, Wars will probably turn into this free-to-play hub that eventually maybe can be more than Battle Royale. They can add a multiplayer experience or a story experience to that in the future. But Or Outbreak experience. Or even an Outbreak. Yeah, and that's another topic, too, we're going we're gonna to get into. Outbreak as well. I think Call of Duty Mobile and Warzone alone have convinced Activision there is another way to do Call of Duty, and they're just getting started. That, that's, that's the way that... I've interpreted uh, the, the past phone call. Um, and they even said themselves, they're just scratching the surface of what Warzone could achieve. So we're not even close to, I think, what they want to do. But I think over the next two, three years, we're definitely going to see uh, some real ambitious ideas come to life. Now, uh, <laughs> Mark Mark in the chat, just STFU, no one cares. I mean, if you're coming on a podcast to, to tell me that, that's kind of silly. <laughs> no one asked. No one asked. Turn off stream. <laughs> yeah, no one asked him off stream. Uh, another topic though I wanted to get into, which I think we were meaning to get to this a couple episodes ago, didn't get a chance to, is ZWC3 is Z for C3. We're kind of jump into uh, our thoughts on, on these events. ZWC3 is something that I, I've I, I've talked about a bit before. I think maybe the end of another episode, but 
we'll start off with your thoughts. What do you think about the event? How do you feel about it? Is it worth it? Does it make sense? It's happening. What beginning end of June? Middle yeah, of June? I think I think it got into, I think it got delayed actually. Um, I mean, to to be honest, my thoughts about it are like I I just don't care. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I think any. Any competition around um, RNG. pure RNG, <laughs> and, and, I, and I say that, and I say that because um, a speedrunner I watch, his name is Earthoman, a magnificent player. He knows uh, a shit ton of stuff, but he didn't get into ZWC because of RNG, and that's just like so. So that that means you could you could know just a tiny bit of what to do, but if you get the absolute god RNG. And you then you would you would obviously get into whatever it is their their right. little competition or um, uh, kind of levels of uh, things you have to pass through. I, I don't know. I'd, I I've only looked at it a, a few times, but right, right. Yeah, I think, I, um, like like I said, I just there's there's a lot more things that especially myself could be focusing on other than a um than a, than a zombies event, which. Yeah, I mean, we've seen, we've seen the first two. It's nothing like astronomically crazy. So, I, I definitely think uh, th- th- there is some financial incentive for putting this together, especially this year of all years. I think they, I think the new Cold War was very successful. So like, might as well do another one. Uh, it, you know, so I, I get from a, a financial point of view how it m- might have been really beneficial to get one going this summer. You know, <laughs> I, but what I don't understand though is. You know, if you get in because of RNG being on your side, and then during the actual tournament, RNG is not on your side. It, it, it's it's just as silly as not not inviting somebody that is a real talented player. Because what, what does RNG really prove? Really, I mean, you get you got lucky one day, didn't get lucky the next. I mean, I I just I was never a, I I just never thought zombies was suited for a competitive aspect. I think grief was like starting to get there with having like teams face each other and whatnot. But is that really interesting to watch? Probably not. So I get the whole. I think speedrunning is cool. I think I think world record holders. I think there's a lot of talented players out there. I think that's all great. But with an event like this, I just don't. I don't really. I don't really see the point. It's like you were saying. I don't really care. Um, bring this up because somebody out there asked me for my thoughts on this. I got a few comments about this in a couple of videos. So I might as well bring it up in the podcast. Uh, in terms of the people involved in it, I mean, if you're looking at some of these names here, I mean, you have people on there that aren't known for records, don't play zombies. People on here don't even cover zombies anymore and they're on here. So it, it's all like, a, it seems like a big, uh, like a big marketing stunt for some of these individuals that are friends and they're getting their friends on board to <laughs> you know, put their names out there again. It's like, it's just something I think for uh, OGs out there who who may appreciate some of these people, may appreciate uh, the competition and the competitive aspect of it. But I mean, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to put think- in words. I think that's a that's a good point to bring up, but um, yeah, I you never know. It's never right to uh, assume something uh, with that big of a claim. But some guy in chat, Dead Silence eighteen, he keeps asking you, "What's your opinion on the carb too?" He's been at, he's been repeating the same thing. I don't know how he's been timed out yet, but what's your opinions on the carb too? I I, w- I will say the carb two has potential to be the new meta. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I use it in Fire Team and it was striding. I use it in six v six. The thing is a beast. I think it's the best tactical rifle in the game right now. I haven't used it in zombies too much, but I've heard it. I've heard good things about it. Uh, I believe the G11 was a classic in Black Ops One, so I'm glad they kind of did it justice and reinvented it for for Cold War. 
I I really do plan on dropping a nuke with it ASAP. I'm dropping I'm gonna drop a nuke with the M16 first, then one with the uh, the carve. If you're seeing that gameplay soon, I definitely think uh, it was worth the grind. You know, the, the the weapon unlock is worth it. The bundle itself looks amazing too for it. The what is it? The I forgot what it's called. The plastic prototype. Yep. It's an awesome bundle, awesome skin with like a game controller theme on the rifle itself. So I definitely think it's uh, one of the best weapons in the game right now. But as I said before, PPSH, the Farah, LC10, every weapon they've added is is god tier. They're all fantastic. Every weapon in the game is god tier. So and they, they all feel iconic too. All feel with, iconic. Yeah, I can see these weapons being brought back years from now in other CODs too. With Modern Warfare, I felt like a lot of the weapons they brought back. Hold on, sorry, I'm about to try. With good. um. With a lot of the weapons they brought back, it kind of felt like, uh, kind of like the characters in that game. They're kind of just bland. They didn't, you know, they didn't really stand out too much from the other weapons. But comparing, um, like you, PPSH, there's not really a gun like the PPSH in Cold War. Right, right. Mac Mac Ten is kind of its own thing, and you can compare it to the Milano, but with the faster fire rates, it's uncomparable. Right, right. I feel like I mean this again. This is a personal opinion, but the guns that they're adding are they feel a lot more iconic and like like classic weapons, which I respect Modern Warfare for going down a different route. I, I do Fair. respect yeah. that, but yeah, Modern Warfare added some god tier weapons as well. Uh, Amax, uh, there's so, so many weapons, pistols. I mean, so many broken weapons that are great in Warzone and whatnot. So DLC weapons have always been an interesting discussion because it's like you wanted to be overpowered. Do, you know, people are going to claim it's pay to win, but it's not because you're going to lock it for free. I mean, it, I think it's better way of doing it now, which is adding in really worthwhile DLC weapons to keep the game fresh. You know, changing the meta every season as well. But uh, kind of back to ZWC, I, you know, to wrap up a little bit about that, I definitely think uh, the event is probably going to be a bit successful or a bit more successful than in the second one, just because some of the big names in here. Somebody asked if like Tim and some other people speed run. I, I don't know what they do on, on their. Uh, you know, on their personal time, maybe they do speedrun, that's how they got in, or it's just something, again, for connections and networking, getting some big names in there to boost popularity of the event. I, I really don't know. I can't tell you that. But, um, again, it's like <laughs> Zombie specifically is built in a certain way where I just I don't feel like skill is always reflected during a lot of these events and tournaments. I just I, I know people out there that are really good speedrunners tried out for this event and, again, didn't make it because of things out of their control, which I don't think, you know, is necessarily it's, fair it does it just doesn't show it doesn't show who's the best zombies it, it doesn't it, it, yeah, it just doesn't you know and and you know then when you talk about names who don't even cover zombies anymore it's like what are the what are the intentions behind this event you know what i mean it's like what, what, what is it like are they in it just for like a throwback to have some fun more power to them they have all the right to do I that hope, i hope it's just that i hope I it's hope. just that because if it's not and it's something if it's some, some other financial gain or for some some scheme going on then it's like hey you know, <laughs> that, that's just, that's just, that brings my, my expectations and opinions on, uh, the zombies community even lower because I, I already have my doubts on a lot of people out there that, that I know for a fact, don't do content for fun or don't do content for, for passion they do it just for, for money. So it's, it's, I mean, we're not, we're not saying this is a fact by the way. So don't, right, like, right. Go say, so don't go on Twitter and say, Oh, uh, DK, uh, and majority said that. ZWC is for financial gain. That's right, not right. what we're saying at all. We're right. just 
we're, we're just talking about we're yeah, talking exactly. about the event. Couldn't grief be competitive without too much RNG being an issue, especially if grief was brought? Yeah, no, if, if they bring grief back, without a doubt, it'll have more substance to it than it did in Black Ops 2. More than just, sure. more than just, oh, who's gonna die first? Let's get some some new power-ups in there, a new version of the meat, uh, something to, to keep it real spicy, to really have have it to where maybe you can even kill the enemy players if you're on a bigger zombie map. Like, I don't know. So, something that's more enticing and actually competitive based on skill of how you can survive, you know what I mean? Uh, where let's say every every couple of minutes takes your guns away, gives you something. Maybe it's like a gun game weapon roulette challenge where it's like, well, what player could survive the longest with what random weapon that it gives you? It's like the Jardy said, we're not claiming that CWC is, is some big scam or they're doing it just for money. We're providing different outlooks on how the event looks from the, from the perspective of people that don't speed around, people that don't take zombies seriously or, or competitively. We're just kind of giving our outlook on how it is a bit of, of a strange... Uh, a strange venue, a bit of a strange, uh, strange event that that I don't think works well with zombies. But again, just our opinions on it. It's not. It's not something we're claiming as fact. I mean, we're hoping the best for everybody involved. Hopefully, that hopefully True. somebody that's skilled at the at the at the game wins. And, wins, and it, get, wins yeah, money, yeah, yeah. And another thing too, when you talk about money, you talk about the prize pool. It's also it's also pretty funny how there. I think the most skilled players out there in zombies aren't content creators. But there's a lot of content creators on the roster of the event. So it's like, wait a second, you know, <laughs> is the winner going to be as deserving as, let's say, a player who got screwed out by RNG? You know what I mean? So uh, the roster is also, you know, a bit strange. But aside from ZWC, we also have Z4C, Zombies 4 Charity 3, happening this summer, which if everything goes right, I should be involved in it again if everything can fall into place date-wise. We did the second one last year, which was... Very successful. We'll raise $7,000 for St. Jude's. Very, very proud of that accomplishment with everybody that was involved in it. I think it went really well. And we'll see how the third one goes later this summer. And looking for new opportunities to lead a team. We'll, you know, practice some speed runs. We, I think a juggle of Black Ops 4, Black Ops Cold War. Hopefully no Black Ops 3. I think that's 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 way past this point already. I think we've, we've maxed out on our Black Ops 3 grind and played the game for so long. So... I think Black Ops 4 and Cold War are probably the games that we'll be focused on. So we'll see we'll see how that ends up going. But definitely hope uh, you guys can make it to that at some I think it's going to be in July if I read the date correctly. So, you know, I, I'm, all, I'm all for that. I think at least once or twice a year doing a nice charity event. Uh, okay. And also not doing, as, not doing it as frequently also helps out. You know, if you do it once or twice a year, builds more momentum for it. It's more opportunities for people to come in, hopefully donate and support a good cause. If you do it too often, like once a month, you'll probably get less results from that. But... Um, yeah, I'm loving, I'm loving the idea of, of giving back to, to those in need. Um, um, no, Spider-Man, we do not mean E for C. We mean, uh, Z for C. It's ran by, it's ran by people like, uh, I mean, there are some of them in chat. I know Zazu's in chat, uh, Revived Gamer. Yeah. Um, and like other people like Perka and there's so many other people that are involved in it. Yeah. Uh, It's basically, it's basically like a, a community, uh, charity event ran by people that, by by people like like most of the people in the community you know right. not these massive content creators which is a good thing so right I no mean, it's definitely a good thing to see smaller content creators uh come together and even non-content creators just zombies players and fans come together for for this cause i mean it, it's beautiful to see one thing though that I, I thought about after the second one and it still crossed my mind to this day is it didn't even it didn't even uh it didn't even come to my brain to reach out to any bigger zombies content creators last year 
to raise awareness about Z for C2. We didn't even do that. And we still raised $7,000. A part of me was like, damn, I should have, you know, DM'd, you know, Queen or Tim Hansen or somebody out there big to at least retweet the event so that to build some build some momentum around it. It still did great regardless. But uh, I wouldn't say I regret not reaching out to them. But, you know, a part of me was like, damn, I, you know, that could have been something that could have helped a bit. So hopefully this year with the third one, we'll get some more attention around it. Retweets or, or some mentions and videos. Um, yeah, it is happening uh, at some point this summer. And yeah, we'll see, we'll see how it all goes. I just find it a bit ironic though that there were there were a couple of big channels that I know mentioned it, uh, kind of, kind of in a discreet way in some separate content they made, and they were like, "Oh, that's cool that it got put together," but I wonder what the intentions were behind uh, the event. And it's almost like they were calling out whether or not smaller channels were doing it for a good cause or doing it for clout. And I'm like. There's no clout to gain off that, you know what I mean? <laughs> what do you gain off doing a charity event? You're gonna, I mean, unless you're stealing the money, which is beyond terrible. But new PC, G, yeah, let's go. Yeah, new PC, yeah, which nobody did, obviously. But uh, I, I find I find it funny how some bigger channels did question the ethics behind Z for C two. But then if we question ZWC, we're like, hey, what about this? They get all defensive, and I'm like, I find that so so hypocritical with, with the community with Zombie. That's why it's like I step into the Zombies community whenever whenever you know whenever possible, whether it's for a video a week or when a new map's out. But aside that, I love keeping my distance from uh, any, any potential negativity or toxicity that, that just doesn't need to be there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, also, while we're on topic of zombies, what about the end of traditional standalone survival maps? I mean, this is a topic that I'm so tired of of addressing because I think people are in denial about it. But let's kind of give it a nice bow tie in this podcast. Let's give it a, a good recap and a good conclusion conversation wise what do you think about black ops cold war being the last iteration of zombies to have standalone survival maps do you think that's possible or they're not going to do it i think especially with like the vocal minority being so vocal on twitter um i definitely they, they can never they can never fully get away from it just because like i said that small vocal minority that will always keep it there being like Oh, where's this? Where's the where's the round round based maps? We want this. We want that. Right. But what people have to realize is that after after a mode is ten plus years old, you you have to innovate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Got to build on you, something. Yeah, you have to you have to build on what was already created by the foundations, and <clears throat> right that, that doesn't that doesn't usually mean doing the same thing over and over and expecting um this expecting different results. Right. Literally insanity. Yeah, which you can see with Cold War. Uh, they tried something different and it's working. Zombies player race is the highest right now. They tried something different and guess what? They're expecting, they got different results. It's crazy how that works. Yeah. It, it's crazy how, how, how science works like that, right? <laughs> you try something different, get different results from uh, a decade worth of the same mode. You know, it, it's, it's getting to a point where I'm like, look, man, if you're not happy with how zombies is right now, you can always go back and play the old games. Be like, Oh no, but I want new maps. It's like, not everything is about you, you know, not, not every zombies iteration is about exactly what you want. Black Ops 4, in my opinion, really, you know, stuck its arm out to be like, look, hey guys, we're going to bring you this, this traditional zombies experience with rounds and Easter eggs and difficult quests, but then we're going to go, we're going to go a little bit farther and add more perks, add more story driven cutscenes. We're going to try two stories. People didn't accept that. Right, they wanted casual gameplay, easier quest, this, this, that, more modes. Right, aside from Russian Gauntlet, they wanted more of this. Black Ops Cold War delivered exactly delivered exactly on that. People still aren't happy. So, 
now the quests are so much easier. We're getting less traditional maps at this point. I would not be surprised if in the next Treyarch iteration, the closest we get to round-based experiences is like something like Onslaught, where you're able to place surges on some of the sections of an outbreak map or sections of a multiplayer map. That might be the case. And zombies going forward could be like Outbreak, but maybe adding in an RPG element to it. If you give it like a Borderlands Destiny grind factor, combine that with this open world Outbreak experience, maybe that's the future of zombies as we know it. But I think the era of survival maps with an Easter egg, I think that era is coming to an end very soon. And not just because people are quote unquote bored of it. I wouldn't say that's the case. Even the player base was dying a bit recently. I just think... Activision themselves might be tired of the same cycle of, all right, a map drops, Easter egg gets solved in a couple of hours, people are cheating, people are complaining, accusations are made, and then the map is quote-unquote dead after like two days, no more side quests, people are waiting for the next map. They might be tired of that. So I think looking at a new way to innovate on the mode is is almost inevitable at this point, which they've already started with Outbreak. Um, but in terms of round-based maps, it's like, oh, there's always, there's always be a vocal minority complaining about it. Sure, will Activision care what they're saying? If the majority is still supporting the mode with the high player base, they probably won't give a shit. But a good point. Yeah. You... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead first. And I'll... I was I was gonna say the 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 similar or the comparisons you made with um or not the comparisons, but the kind of hopeful comparisons you made with Borderlands and Destiny and zombies. Yeah, and, and or yeah, Borderlands zombies and uh, Destiny. It's actually crazy if you if you really start to compare it, um, especially with Borderlands three and pretty pretty much every single Borderlands game. You, you spawn into a little a little world, you know, you have your objective to do, your story, your side missions, which is a right. lot like Outbreak, you know, it, start, it sounds a lot like Outbreak. You have your main objective and you have a little side quest to do. Now, the thing that is crazy about it is that there's a little, there's intel around the map, which I'm sure all you guys know, right. there's intel around the map, but in Borderlands, there's these little things you can collect called little echo, echo uh, chamber things. I forget what they're called. I haven't played Borderlands in a while, but it's literally like the same thing. It's exactly right. the same thing, except you don't you don't keep your loot past exiting the game, which I think that's the next step to making Outbreak uh, incredible is keeping your loot. Saving progress. And sa yep. uh, saving progress. I think that's a really big step. But yeah, definitely a lot of similarities if you start to look at it on a very basic level yeah. um, from Borderlands and yeah. uh, called and, uh, Zombies. Right. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think uh, you made a great point. I think it was last week or the week before in that episode. You're like... We can't defend a lack of traditional maps if Berlin doesn't drop until late season four or season five. At that point, we're not going to be able to defend that. Right now, I'm still on the on the verge of saying we're on a similar schedule to what we had in previous Black Ops iterations with getting a map at least every two, three months-ish. We're on a similar schedule, but I think by the time we hit season three reloaded, we're not going to be on that schedule anymore. Then it's going to be the longest gap in between a map's release for zombies, right? 133 days from Firebase to season four's beginning, which is I think June 15th, June 16th. That is officially the longest gap in between zombie map releases. So if we get to that point where it's 133 days, then I'm like, all right, something is wrong. The pandemic must have hit Treyarch in a different way we didn't expect. Something isn't right here. Then I'll say that. But right now I'm still like, look, let, let's be optimistic. Maybe a surprise is coming this season for Berlin. Or maybe something's going to happen where after this outbreak egg drops this season, Treyarch will then put all of their resources left towards regular maps. Maybe we'll see a map season four, five, and six back to back to back. 
I'm just being hopeful. If that happens, then I'm going to say the wait from Firebase to Berlin was worth it with some outbreak bullshit in between. That, then I'll say that. But right now, I'm like, let's just, let's really wait to see what happens before judging it. But at the same time, we're not promised anything. There is no season pass. But when you look at people saying, oh, I see a lot of negativity about Outbreak. That's why I'm actually, I'm surprised that Outbreak's still doing very, very, very well, player base wise Even though the vocal minority doesn't represent the majority of the community, I've seen a lot of people talking crap about, you know, lack of real maps, Outbreak's this and that, it's not fun. Chat box started working uh, <laughs> on Streamlabs now all of a sudden, that's funny. Uh, that was weird. Big pog. But, uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of, of, of flack about that. But I think what you said about the grind factor and being able to save progress. If they pull that off in the next title, excuse me, if the next title, I think that could definitely change zombies in a big way. It can make people actually like Outbreak a lot more. I mean, looking at what Destiny's doing, Destiny is no longer with Activision, so they're getting le they're getting less updates now than ever before. Uh, yeah, <laughs> which... definitely not the right choice for Call of Duty to do. <laughs> yeah, that's so why people are like, oh, why doesn't Treyarch, why doesn't Infinity Ward, why doesn't Fortamer disband from Activision? It's like, you really can't do that. I mean, if they did, which I don't think is even possible because Activision literally owns everything that these devs have done, whereas Bungie had a little more creative control over, over Destiny. That happened, you'll see literally nothing. Like, you'll see maybe an update every couple of months, if that. I mean... Gotta be, you gotta be thankful for what Activision is able to provide for us Call of Duty fans, but you know, it's, it's interesting, dude, but I, I'm so done with the topic of, of zombies in general, as you talked about before, I'm so done with having to kind of almost repeat myself about some of the same things over and over. People are still not understanding what's going on with Black Ops Cold War. It's like, there's such a, such a, a lack of transparency with what the game is they actually bought and what's being provided post-launch, you know, it. I, I think if Outbreak had existed in Black Ops 3, you know, I think people would have looked at it a bit different. Black Ops 3, again, had zombies maps dropping every, th what, three months. Um, so, you, know, you never know. The, the future's still bright. They, they could end up getting on a schedule, like I said, where starting in Season 4, we get a map every season. You know, if they want to bring the map yeah. count. Well, people... Well, yeah, I, I would... Yeah, that, I think that would be the best with the uh, boom, boom, boom with maps. But what people forget the forget to remember is that black ops cold war was delayed oh yeah it, like, it just it was delayed in an entire month so that could have that could have definitely halted a lot of um zombies content especially coming off of black ops 4 where it didn't it didn't hit the best of the community so they're yeah. probably not having too much on deck at the time of release so right and, and on top of it being delayed so yeah that, that's why I, we're in a bit of a pickle with it because i'm like look if firebase is going to come out in season two but came out in season one reloaded instead. That means they were ahead of schedule, right? And then that would then mean they got a head start on Berlin. So that should be dropping any day now. But again, something might have went wrong that we just don't know about behind the scenes. So that's why it's but like maybe you know maybe Firebase dropped early because it was it was leaked that you know that map was going to be a launch map, right? It, so yeah, it was a launch map at one point, but. I'm assuming it was a much smaller experience with less substance when it was a launch map versus DLC one. Well, maybe because of the delay, they, they couldn't just release it for launch and that's why it released so early uh, in season one reloaded. So, yeah, yeah, I, I think, you know, it's like, it's like I said, Chad, we're on the fence right now of defending the decisions they're making for now. Cause I think there's a lot of potential, but if we start hitting like late season four, season five and Berlin's not out that I'm going to say, all right, something, something went wrong here. But at that point, like you, there better be like a season two. Oh yeah. <laughs> and again, and then all that too, on top of that, yeah, it's a great point you brought up. 
icing on the cake to this is it's forgivable to drop Berlin so late if a year or two is happening. We're going to get more maps, remasters, modes. If we're going to get all that next year or two, I'm like, all right, then just relax. We'll see what happens in the next few months. But there's no year two. And we're getting like some of the least amount of, and we're getting the least amount of content for traditional round based maps. Then, yeah, that's that's definitely something worth uh, criticizing or, or breaking down a little bit. So you know, we'll see. But for all zombies fans out there, it's like I tell you guys in videos. I'm like, look, man, just stop relying on nostalgia. Stop looking at what other Black Ops games did. This game was made under extraordinary circumstances with extraordinary people. They pulled off a solid game. They're trying their best. Again, there's no season pass either. So please, please, please. Be respectful towards Treyarch and what's going on behind the scenes right now. You don't have to like Outbreak. You don't have to even play it. You don't have to touch it. You don't have to even look at it when a trailer releases for it. But just be respectful of what's going on with this game. Let's see what they can pull off. I'm sure plenty of other surprises are up their sleeve. Let's just stop comparing this to what other games did in the past. That had no pandemic circumstances. Didn't have, you know, these season, these season models with battle passes. Much different time back during Black Ops 3 and 4. So... Let's look at the future and the future only. Stop looking stop looking behind us, which is really irrelevant and pointless at this point. You know, somebody made a good point saying, oh, if you want to get those round-based experiences, get a PC. I'm like, yeah, there's a hundred different custom zombies maps you can play that have probably more content than some of the main releases in Call of Duty. So th that, that could be your, your substitute <laughs> if that's what you're looking for. You want classic zombies, you want more Black Ops 3, get a PC. That's kind of, uh, <laughs> that's kind of what we're looking at right now. Um... But yeah, I mean, any any final thoughts about about what I call this zombies cringe? This this constant <laughs> this constant reminder of nostalgia that just isn't helping the community. It's just bringing people down more. Saying, oh, by by this point in Black Ops Three, we had four maps, or by Black Ops Four, we had five. Maps. It's like, wh what is that conversation doing for anybody? <laughs> what is that accomplishing? You know what I mean? Uh, my final thoughts are dead characters, um, terrible red redcon story. <laughs> um, move on. Move on. It's it's like look. I mean, I mean, I don't know what it is, Chad. I don't know if it's because I've moved on from the beautiful story that ended in tag, and I, and I've accepted the ending of it. I don't know if it's that, or if it's that I'm just tired of hearing the same fucking tweets and YouTube comments every week, or seeing them. I should say, not even hearing them, but seeing them everywhere. Like I see the if, if I can if I get a T-shirt made of all the same comments I see on anybody anybody's videos that even touches zombies, not even a zombies channel, even like prestigious key or even. COD channels like myself that just talk about zombies once a week. You'll see the same comments everywhere like, oh, where's Transit? Where are the round-based maps? We need our old characters back. Where's Eddie? Where it's all the same comments. And it just it gets it gets old after a while that I'm like, aren't you excited for anything new? Like, <laughs> like what, what about all this new stuff that's coming out and getting announced? Like, I'm so excited for Fireteam Elimination, uh, the, the Outbreak Easter Egg. I'm excited for fucking, you know, the mid-season event in Warzone. People are still talking about, like, dead characters and ended stories. I'm like, dude. There's so much more happening in Call of Duty right now, and you're still talking about stuff that ended two years ago. I don't get it, man. It's like, I get it. You can be a fan. You can rely on nostalgia. I mention it once in a while, but when that's all you talk about and think about, how, how do you have fun? Like, how, how do you, you probably don't enjoy anything that COD is offering you, so that's that's my guess. You know what I mean? There's so it's much. Just, uh, oh, yeah. No, oh, my, my bad. I cut you off. Like Sean said, where's the soap bundle? It's like, dude, I, I see comments about soap bundle. Where's the Modern Warfare Battle Pass? I'm like, bro, that, that season ended like seven months ago, bro. It's like that game's out of its cycle. They're not doing a year two like Black Ops 3 did for Modern Warfare. Only little bits of content for Modern Warfare. Very minor things. A bundle here. Uh, a gunfight map there. Very small things compared to what Treyarch has offered for Black Ops 3 year two. What they're probably going to offer in Black Ops Cold War year two. But... The same comments all the time. It's like, dude, Modern Warfare. It's like, bro, 
can we look forward, please? <laughs> Stop looking backwards, man. Like, what is this, man? But and go ahead. The, my bad to cut you off. This comment I just saw uh, by Chris again. Um, he said, obviously, most of them miss zombies. And I don't think it's not about missing zombies because we have zombies now. <laughs> like, right. We, we have zombies now in this game. I think it's more about missing being a 12-year-old, having zero responsibilities, and binging playing a game 100, 100% of the time. 110%. That's what it is. And that, that's what I was about to say before, uh, before you finish your point, is that it's just kind of like, it's um, it, it's severe signs of like regression within people where they just they just revert yeah. back to previous times in their life. I'll, I'll be honest, man. Like, look, I'll tell you what, right? Black Ops 3 and 4, I had a hell of a time playing those games. So many great memories, so many late nights, search and destroy, blackout, Easter egg marathons. Dude, I did it all in those games, man. I love I love those times. But if you ask me, "Oh, do you want to go back to those times?" I'll say maybe for a day, j- just just for the just for the fun of it. Just for a day I'll go back and you know, have fun with some old games or some old friends, but to say I want to live those years again and be that age, I'm like I I don't know, I don't know if it's just me. I'm just, I'm happy with where we're at right now in life, where I'm at, I'm happy financially, I'm happy mentally, physically, I'm happy with so many things that are in the now that I don't, I wouldn't want to go back permanently to those times then to relive those over and over. There were some great moments, sure, that I could talk about for fun, but not to say I'm hating the now, I want to go back to the then. It's like, dude, you know, and your point is, is literally perfect. I'm like, look, I'll admit it, right? Life was probably easier when we didn't have bills to pay. We don't have to worry about car payments. We don't have to worry about rent. We don't have to worry about uh, the internet. We don't have to worry about you know cleaning up after yourself. We don't have to worry about going out to work or go to school or go to a, a long class at school. You could just sit home. Your mom does stuff for you. You play your game with your friends. You talk crap on the mic. And now times are a bit different. Life gets a little more complicated. You have less time to play, less time for this. Unless you're full-time content creation like myself. That's the only way you can really put a lot of time into the game these days. I, you know, I, I really, I understand, you know, uh, Walker, or what's his name from uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. I put that meme in a video and somebody finally got it when he's like, I understand that. <laughs> I, I, I said, I understand that in a video and I put a, a picture of him on screen and somebody's like, why did you put a Falcon meme in there? I'm like, bro, it's the line. It's, it's the line. <laughs> uh, anyway, though, <laughs> um, it's like, dude, I, I totally understand where people are coming from with the nostalgia, but it's like, dude, please just, if you start looking ahead and being proud of yourself in the now, you'll, you'll be so much happier in life. Trust me. It's like, dude, what I want to go back to the black ops four and three days, just for the sake of saying, I don't have to pay bills, but then I have a thousand subscribers. I make videos for, for 40 views. Like I'm loving, you know, what we've accomplished up until this point. I want to, I want to keep, I want to keep going forward, not backwards, you know, to the, to the past. Right. It's just, that's the way I look at things, man. You know, it's that's kind of an end point to, to that topic. I'm just like appreciate the past, you know, build on it. Don't repeat your mistakes, but to 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 really hate your life now and to want to go back to to 2015, 16. It's like you're not gonna get far with that, man. There's no way to do that anyway, as it is. So there is no time travel. Damn, thinking thinking back to even Bo3 and Bo4, like I, I don't even think I would. I don't even think I would want to go back to back to those days not because. Not because it was bad. It was just like, in my personal opinion, the the game selection is way better now. The, there's more to do. <laughs> yeah, there's more to do. There's really more to do. And on top of that, I would have had a crappy computer and made crappy thumbnails so, and yeah. have zero clients. 
<laughs> so maybe maybe yeah, that like, has a part to play in it. It's, it's like without, without quote-unquote boasting, as somebody would accuse me of right now, I'm going to say, why would I want to go back to 2015-16? We didn't have the podcast. I, weren't, I wasn't streaming every week. I wasn't making daily content. I wasn't reaching out to, to a large audience and connecting with so many great people. I wasn't collaborating, doing sponsors. I didn't have my own car. I didn't have my own apartment. It's like... If I look back, I'm like, why would I want to go back to that? You know what I mean? We can play the games now. We can still play the games all we want. It's like people people almost act like you can't play older games anymore. It's like, oh, like this, the servers are offline. Go play them. But I think you're absolutely right with that. That people literally just miss being young. It's not even about the games themselves. Would I want to go back to a time we have to wait three months for one map pack? Where there's no weekly updates, barely any patches or, or, or weapon weapon tuning. I mean, now we're getting all types of shit every week. Roadmaps, fucking cinematic trailers, celebrity moments. I mean, dude, we're in such a rich time right now for Call of Duty. If this ever comes to an end, what's happening right now for COD, and we go back to the old ways, people are going to be crying for, for the way we have it now. Trust. We have, we have It's like we have it too good and people are so ungrateful for it. That's kind of, that's kind of the... the the, the lightest way I'll put it without going off on like a rant or anything, but people are really ungrateful for what is being offered right now for the community we have. It's, it's incredible, dude, the, the, the see yeah. all that shit. I mean, obviously the examples we gave are very subjective examples. Oh from, yeah. Easily. From what we have achieved. Right. Um, because obviously like you'd have a thousand subs. Um, I would have a crappy computer. Uh, those are yeah. just subjective examples, but um, if we're just keeping it with like objective examples by just looking at kind of what was released at the time. Right. And it's why would you want to have less? <laughs> why yeah, would you exactly. want less? Yeah, exactly. no, it's a great point. No, and again, it's also clarify, reiterate that it is subjective to say, Oh yeah, we're happy with where we are now. Now everybody is happy where they are in life. We get that people want to improve things, sure. but I'm like, if you want to improve in life, you want to get better at something, you want to accomplish something to move on. You have to it literally, what did Steve say in, in Avengers Endgame, dude? Yeah. You, you got to move on. It's like, <laughs> I mean, a, a quick, a, a cheesy example in that movie, right? Five years after everybody disappeared, instead of crying about your loved one being gone, you got to move on. Right. It, 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 they didn't know if people would come back eventually. So what are you going to, it's like either, either, you either want it or you don't, you got to be ambitious. You got to really go for it. Chase the fucking dream, dude. You're never going to win if you just keep looking backwards, looking at what you didn't do or what you wish could have dropped. It's like, dude, but great, great topic that I think definitely mm -hmm. needed to be addressed. Um, but we'll leave, we'll leave all that all that there. I think uh, right about the time, uh, well, an hour and 15 minutes in, 115, perfect time for our favorite segment on the podcast. So let's roll my favorite intro. All right, so we got quite a few silly comments to go through. We're gonna we might skip a few because there's quite a bit that uh, we had saved in our wonderful chat. Shout out to the lad himself, Sean. We play pretty frequently over in Colder Multiplayer Warzone, but he also does a great job finding some silly comments. Uh, Matt, I don't give a crap about BO4 Easter eggs. Put that in a different video. I found this hilarious. That was in my zombies vid like a week ago, where I went over all the the new findings, the the nine Easter egg that got solved, the Black Ops Three Garrod Cipher. I, there's timestamps for a reason, bro. Skip all that. And, and go to the point you want to watch. I mean, people act like they're forced to watch it. No, actually, let me reiterate that. People act like they're Adler strapped to a fucking chair like this with, with literally strapped <laughs> to their arms. Their eyes are, are open shut with, with toothpicks. And people act like that they're focused, that they're forced to focus on like the entire video. Watch all the ads in full. Don't skip them. Watch every topic. I'm like, bro, you have the freedom to literally skip a timestamp and go up a couple minutes to skip a topic you don't want to hear about. And 
on top of that, not every content creator even does timestamps, and I yeah, do. That's what I was about to say. I was and, about to say that. Know, and I'll tell you, it's a bit time-consuming to do. It takes a good, I mean, 20 minutes isn't that long, but it does take a minute to make sure all the timestamps are in order, no mistakes, insert ads in a certain way. It's like, it takes, it takes time to get all that shit done, and I put it all up, all the effort into that. This one's funny, dude. dude. Oh, my God. Dude, your Bombcast guest and the podcast itself just makes me so effing horny for COD Zombies and COD in general. This podcast is going to be the next big thing in the COD Zom community. Same level of codename pizzas, myth-busting Mondays. So proud of you, especially for overcoming your crippling condition of dumb face. So, first of all, it's not a zombies podcast. We're not a zombies channel anyway. Second, Is that, all, a, sub, is that a supportive comment? Or that, that's what I'm trying to figure comment. out, and my brain can't comprehend what it's trying to be. So, if anybody in chat wants to uh, kind of jump in and, and, and try to figure out what the hell... This means crippling condition of dumb face. And I'm like, I responded to some, I think saying, I forgot we can choose how we look and sound at birth, right? We can all choose we, we, character customization when we're born, right? We can just pick how we look. Sorry, we're not the most charming looking people out there, man. If that's what you want, if that's what you meant, but uh, appreciate the somewhat supportive uh, comment there that we're, we're had us in the first half. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the perfect meme there. Had us in the first half. Not going to lie. That works. I'm so upset. We don't get what we want. More outbreak. Last last Black Ops game, we got Blackout and Bad Maps WTF. I'm like, we don't get what we want. I'm like, what, what, do, what do you want? I'm like, what? Huh? <laughs> like, wait. Last game, we got Blackout and Bad Maps. I'm like, what? <laughs> trying, to, trying to figure out what that means. Trying to figure out what that means. Uh, who are these people, man? Literally, who are these people? PlayStation is not better than Xbox. Sure, it has better software, but Xbox looks cool. Okay. <laughs> Opinions, subjective. Same person. Wait, what is that one again? PlayStation is what not. Is PlayStation is not better than Xbox. Sure, it has better software, but Xbox looks cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's just, it's really I, a rectangle. You, you asked for my opinion. PS Five looks like oh, an PS Five looks like an alien, futuristic next gen console, which I wanted it to look like before it got revealed. Yeah. I wanted it to be like this alien clusterfuck, weird looking futuristic shit, and it does. I love it. Xbox looks like a a, a, a mini fridge. You know what I mean? Just my opinion. The Xbox Series X has cool capabilities, has a cool Game Pass, has some cool exclusives coming out. Not not for me, though, man. All for you. Uh, <laughs> I hate when Activision and Treyarch do this. They always favor PlayStation. It sucks. When are they going to give Xbox exclusives for once? The same person, by the way. Uh, for once? For once. I mean, did you not? Maybe he wasn't around at all before uh, Black Ops 3. It must not have been. Because I think yeah. from Modern Warfare 2 to Advanced Warfare, it was all Xbox exclusive. Remember Vonderhaar when he's like the Peacekeeper? Die Rise turned first on Xbox Live or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I, I remember he, I remember it being like, fuck, dude, I'm on PS3 and I can't play that shit for a month. So uh, it wasn't until like Ghost and Advanced Warfare where I had both. I had an Xbox One and a PS4. So I played DLC early on the Xbox One and then go to PS4 full time a month later. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I counted how many words he used. A lot of words. It's kind of uh, what a commentary is, right? For a 20 plus minute video that you probably commented on. So <laughs> a lot of words, right? You know, it's all right. Uh, oh, this one's funny. Hey, bro, it says cars to in your description instead of the carve to. I got to go look at that. That's pretty funny, man. I uh, I think the carve to was a timestamp and it said cars on accident. I thought that was funny to read, but <laughs> I got to go look at my description. Oh, I'm kind of lost. There's nothing new coming from Modern Warfare, only bundles. Since when did we get a dedicated year twos for Call of Duties aside from Black Ops 3? I mean, <laughs> that season was over and uh, <laughs> fucking... I mean, I think it did Advanced War... Advanced Warfare might have added a couple of new guns to tease World War II during like a later... I mean, 
When I say year two, I'm talking actual year two. Black Ops 3 is the only game that did that, where legitimately new maps, weapons, operations, remasters. No other game has done that at all. You know what I mean? Full year two. Um, so I thought that was funny. Dude is so clickbaity lately. Actually, there's clickbait, then there's lying. Stop lying in your title. It's going to start losing watchers. I, th I think one of my one of my members replied to him like, losing what watchers and what's clickbait? The guy never responded. I'm like, what? I, I still fail to find anybody that responds to me. Please send me a title that is misleading or lying and send it to me for one of my videos. You won't find one. There, there, there's a difference between like, making a bold statement or, you know, capital words, you know, exaggerating something, but lying and clickbaiting is a whole different kind of worms that we just don't do on this channel ever. So I find that really funny that we still get comments like that. Not as often as before though. I think people have finally realized that there's actually multi-millionaires out there that actually lie in their titles, but there's smaller channels like myself that do care about things like that. I have OCD. I would hate to post a video that has nothing to do with the title or the thumbnail. You know what I mean? So I'm very on point with that shit. Uh, well, fact, this, all I hear is profit, profit, progress in other games, and more profit. We want our zombies maps. That's kind of the point of an investor's call, right? <laughs> oh, has he heard what has he heard what the point of a business is? The point of a business is to make profit. That's literally like one of like the most basic definitions of No, business. no, Mr. Gokart. The point of a fucking business is to release zombie maps for people for free every month. They want a map every month. It's not about every profit. Week. Every, sure, every, every week. Every week. Every, every week. Fuck it. New map every week. New map and mode every week. Oh my god. I mean, how the community still be right now? If let's say a map to drop every season, like season see every reloaded update, we got a new zombies map. Will people still give a shit about outbreak if like the outbreak updates drop at the beginning of each season instead? People will still be like, oh, we should get a map at the beginning of each season, not not outbreak. People will still probably complain. So anyway, that was from the that was from the live stream. I'm not, I'm unsubbing because this is an investor's call, not a COD announcement. The, the the title of the stream the other day said possible COD 2021 info announcement. And then slash Activision quarter one earnings call 2021. And it, it was. was. And it literally was. Charlie Intel literally broke it down for you, if you don't believe me. Uh, Sledgehammer Games announced their title. Okay. And again, it was a COD announcement. I never said it was a, a reveal trailer or a gameplay announcement or, or some other. I literally said COD announcement. And they announced the game for the first time. So sure. I find that funny. Um, if the game has SBMM, I don't want it. I mean, you wanted Black Ops 2, you wanted Advanced Warfare, so... And you, wow. Those games are SPMM? I mean, what the fuck, dude? Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Cold War Zombies Die changed my mind. Uh, I could change your mind with the investor's call. <laughs> Set it's at a peak yeah, right now. <laughs> 1.3 in quarter one. Oh, yeah. What, they, it earned, what was it? $1.3 billion profit, and, and what else? Player base was... Fucking oh player base, player race through the roof, battle pass through the roof, just uh, everything's banging. Yeah, cruise missile put my title in chat right now. We did talk about Cold War Year Two DLC. We're talking, we're gonna talk. We talked about our early Kato Twin reveal from the Warzone event, which could be this season. That's earlier compared to last year. And new announcements. We talked about new announcements for the podcast. New announcements about Kato Twenty One, and we have more to talk about later in the podcast too. So if you if you're putting my title in this chat to make a point that we're misleading anybody. All the topics are literally in the box to my right. So I don't know what the point of that comment is, but okay. Uh, I don't get this at all. Dude says nobody is moving in both lobbies while he's sitting in a window. It's good to know these streamers ain't shit for real when they can't create their own gameplay vids. And all they have to do is throw off their dumpster juice gameplay is say not liking B these lobbies right now. Hashtag great. What the fuck? What is that? I, I don't even I don't even know where to start, bro. With that, I, what does that mean, dude? I don't. <laughs> I don't know with that comment. 
I'm at, yeah, what does that even mean? I'm lost, man. I don't know if you're trying to criticize my gameplay. I mean, one thing that kind of, I mean, I wouldn't say it annoys me, but it kind of, it gets to me a little bit, you know, on stream, somebody was like, oh, why do you drop nukes in your videos, not your streams? I'm like, when is this a nuke sweaty stream? I mean, also on a Sunday or a Tuesday, you're probably going to find uh, some CDL sniper pros. So it's probably not a good nuke day. But and it's, it's literally completely different because when you turn on a stream, you're there to entertain people, right? Yeah. But when you're recording by yourself, you're not talking. You're not talking, you're not reading chat, you're not keeping up with anything else, you're not keeping up with the I mean, you might be in a party with somebody, but you're just you're just trying to play the game, you're going bang. But yeah. and then and then here's the thing too, play devil's advocate. What if I did a stream going for nukes where I'm not talking, I'm just like this, look, looking straight at the TV, not reading chat, not acknowledging anything, just sweaty, 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 <laughs> backing out of lobbies where I find the right lobby, fuck, fuck, fuck this, fuck that, just just do you want to watch that? Is that entertaining? Like is that, well, that fun? You know what I mean? You would describe you would describe like most um gameplay streamers play. yeah <laughs> right which i do a lot of gameplay oriented streams don't get me wrong but i think for nuke specifically that takes a different level of of lobby searching and sweating and 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 just you know which we might do on stream but a lot of streams in a row now i've gone on 25s 27s and i'm like whatever nuke happens it happens it doesn't it doesn't if i go on a 27 die from a gas mine on stream or a sniper who can no scope perfectly across the map or a, a fucking you know a street sweeper it's like is that my skill being reflected or is that somebody just playing like shit and killed me on a streak? Big deal. Anyway, but f funny comments about that. But yeah, obviously off stream is easier to drop nukes. And I will say I drop most of my nukes at like 5, 6 a.m. When I take Amber to work in the morning, I'll come back, play a couple of games before I go back to bed. And that's usually when there's less snipers online. Crossplay on or off doesn't even matter. Less snipers are online at 5, 6 a.m. My experience on PS5. But that, that's when it's best to drop a nuke. Um, I don't reverse boost either. Dude, don't know why people are hyped about Outbreak and Onslaught. Really, they are trash. Come on, be real now. At the end of the day, real round-based normal maps is what the community really wants. Why not just give us it and zombies will never be like Destiny. I'll, I'll have some of what you smoking, DK. Referring to uh, a point I made in that video where I'm like, if zombies ever goes to like a Borderlands Destiny level grind mode with maybe going to save progress, it can change it for the better. Um, again, all these subjective comments that claim that their opinion is the ultimate opinion. It's like, dude, everybody has different outlook on what zombies could be, but you know, uh, this video is a waste of time. I'm like, I, I love when people comment that on like 20 plus minute videos. I'm like, I guarantee you didn't watch the entire thing. And you probably read some timestamps, didn't watch them or, you know, watch the first couple minutes. Didn't again, all of what the title is suggesting is not going to be addressed in the first couple minutes of the video. If the video is 20 plus minutes long, there's probably a lot that's spread out over multiple organized topics with different substance. You know what I mean? So I find that hilarious. People say that. I guarantee you didn't watch the video. Uh, oh, this one's good. Liar. No DLC two images. He's talking about effing calling cards. The effing reject. I, you know, it, it's kind of funny how the I, I specifically I think I said at the beginning of the video that there's a lot of cosmetics, bundles, and calling cards in game that tease future content. I gave examples. I showed some of the new content it's teasing. I, I connected some of the calling cards to Intel in zombies that are talking about Berlin, the outbreak Easter egg, maps after that. Really informative video. So if he expected leaked screenshots of Berlin that will get me copyright strike, then you're mistaken <laughs> because we don't do that here. We don't, we, don't, we don't go for unnecessary strikes for nothing, for clout, you know what I mean? Which that's what you'll get if you post a leaked screenshot. Uh, nothing to do with DLC 2. If that's why you click like me, waste your time to all the friends to boycott this channel. I've, oh, my God. Look at the picture, bro. Like, guys, like guys, a, a, a chat over there. Um, <laughs> it's like, bro, I, I make about one zombies video a week. 
I post about every day. I post about one zombies video a week. And I want to make sure it's always a juicer with plenty of info you might not have heard of. Wrapping up story information that got solved. New Easter eggs. New findings. That's what we do when it comes to zombies only. Uh, do you need to stop focusing on Onslaught? Focus on round based maps. We talked about that. What are you talking about? Zombies is dead as fuck. I'm like, well, Activision uh, seemed to disagree with that in their billion dollar earnings call over there. I like how he pretends we're getting enough content for a $70 game. The zombies content has been lacking all year, waiting 132 days for DLC 2. Then people making the excuse it was during a pandemic. If the game is not finished, don't release it. It's actually not that simple. I mean, <laughs> I can't just delay the biggest franchise in the world because of a pandemic. They still pull off a solid game. And back to our point, you paid 70 bucks for what you got, man. You didn't pay 70 bucks for a season pass. You paid for the Machina, the multiplayer maps we got, Fire Team, and a campaign. So, hate to break it to you, man. You're not, you're not promised anything, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> God damn, these comments, dude. But that just about wraps things up, I think, for all of our comments in this week's segment of our favorite segment, Who Are These People? So, hopefully you guys like the intro that we got made for it. Saw the prestigious key for coming up with the audio for it. He actually made the audio himself, custom made. And I had my buddy Rob create an intro just around that. I think it came out great. Uh, <laughs> catch up on chat a little bit if I missed anything. I hate the Air Patrol. Hey, dude, Air Patrol it pisses me off, dude. It's like, imagine working hard for a streak like a harp and it gets shot down in three seconds. I mean, that gets frustrating. Uh, so many good comments. Hope you guys like that. Either way, so successful. So year two, do you think they'll release some apps to pay for? Yeah, that's actually a good question. I mean, I, I wouldn't really mind that. If in year two they said, here's a zombies pass or a multiplayer pass for more maps. I don't know if they'll go back to that at all. They might to some extent, but I don't know if they'll touch on that again. I feel like now the, the, the method is just go free. Go free or go home. <laughs> I don't know if they'll go back to that. But if they did go back to that, I wouldn't be complaining. I'd say, hey, it's guaranteed content. I'm down to pay 20 bucks, 30 bucks for a map pack of, you know, X amount of maps or, or whatnot. I'll take it, dude. But, you know, I think I think that's a good point to ask regarding like Mono Warfare 3 Remastered, right? It's like they drop a remastered Mono Warfare 2 multiplayer, Mono Warfare 3 multiplayer. How do they make money off that? Because you don't have supply jobs anymore. They can't really do a battle pass for those games. So would they ask you to pay for the multiplayer? Or so? I don't know. I mean, they got to oh, find a way to make money. Call of Duty just tweeted some stuff. Huh? Yeah, I'm no, the Rambo skin. Oh, another teaser to that? I was gonna bring that up in a bit too. No way. Let me pull it up. Perfect timing. Apparently, did they just delete it? Oh no, they didn't. Here, um, yeah, just up. go, just just scroll down on Call of Duty's uh, uh, replies. They replied to Call of Duty Mobile. Call of Duty Mobile. Let's pull that up, chat. I love seeing announcements on stream. Go over it live. Uh Call of Duty Mobile. I am scrolling down and I. Do see something. Oh. Oh, wait. Call of Duty Mobile tweeted to survive a war. What is this? So and then Cod replied, what about, but what about a war zone? Okay, so it's a reference to war zone, but there's a bow in there. Does Rambo, Rambo uses a bow in the movies, right? What, what are you talking about? Call of Duty replied. Yeah, there's oh, a, a bow. bow, bow oh, emoji. Yeah, yeah, he uses a bow. But yeah, Rambo uses a bow. Itself, the image itself has a bandana, right? Is it, oh, no, what is that? Bandana. Oh, well, yeah, it's, it's a, a sword. Bandana. A, a uh a very big knife and it, it, yeah it definitely Bruh. looks like it's uh that, so, that's cool it's not cool that happened just now so we can get a rambo bundle in both games at once i think they might drop them all they might do it in one go on like they'll announce True. it show gameplay of, of both in the same trailer for warzone and cod mobile 
Um, I mean, I think the coolest part about this is being able to play as Rambo and zombies, right? <laughs> it's like seeing Captain Price and zombies now. Imagine the quotes. I mean, what do you guys think in chat? Will they get Sylvester Stallone to I do want Rambo? That really bad. Or are they going to pull up Mortal Kombat where they have Arnold and Terminator? Or I'm sorry, they have Terminator and Mortal Kombat, but he's voiced by somebody else. You know what I mean? So they'll get the likeliness of Sylvester Stallone for Rambo, but then get someone else to voice him to save money. Activision could afford it, man. Come on. But people also pointed out that Sylvester voiced Rambo in Mortal Kombat anyway, so might as well get him in in Warzone. So, uh, like Vajardi was saying before, I think because of because of a lack of I think more content operator wise in a season three roadmap, they'll probably end up dropping at least one to two bonus operators in season three reloaded. Rambo could be one of them. Uh, seemingly, they have a image teasing it already, so I'm assuming he's right around the corner. Uh, maybe Hudson or Mason would pop up later on as well. Cool. It's not that it was a. It's a lack of operators. It's just that they've they've been releasing them really quick. Quickly, yeah. Pretty much all in the one. Who's missing? Anatov. Yeah, just yeah. Anatov, the firefighter. Uh, An- An- Antonov. Antonov. I keep saying, An- bro, hold me to it, man. I keep saying Anatov. It's Antonov. I, I, dude, it, I, <laughs> mispronouncing names is one thing, but when I mixed up the the skins the other day in that video, I mixed up the MP5 for the what was it, the KSP. I mixed up the. Uh, the stoner for the RPD, a couple of other ones. But some people got triggered about it. I'm like, bro, there's bigger problems in the world right now than mixing up skins. I mean, thank you for, if you correct me politely, thank you. But people that got triggered over that, calling me stupid or, or, or saying, I don't know what I'm talking about. It's like, bro, it's just a skin, dude. They look similar. Who cares? You're probably not going to buy it anyway. And the weapons are all good, just as good as, as one another. So not a big deal, but you know. I, the reason why I think that there, that more operators would be releasing is because one, like Revive said that, like why would they be teasing all this warzone stuff now right um and secondly is because um like they've released the operators pretty quick all they have is antonov left wraith was in the battle pass price was free and uh what what was that one guy's name how did i forget that guy's name oh uh, night 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 how how did i forget that yeah how did i forget night and night was released like a week and a half after um season three was dropped so yeah Antonov. It's definitely that's a badass skin, bro. I kind of want it. <laughs> the firefighter one. Oh yeah, with the uh, that's all bad. Especially with the uh, the one art I made with it. I Did think that really it? highlights. Oh yeah, I tweeted it. I, yeah, I tweeted Let me see. It. Let me pull up that uh, the image. Yeah, such such a beautiful work of art there. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely some some firebreak vibes from uh, Black Ops Three and Four. But yeah, loving that skin. I can't wait to see that. And. Yeah, it's like there was a topic we went over in, I think, two podcasts ago, which is that Season 3 Reloaded has potential to be a massive update. And speaking of that, to kind of tie into it, I have a big juicer video plan to drop tomorrow talking all about what is going to drop Season 3 Reloaded according to official information, rumored information, things you might not have heard of yet. So that video is dropping tomorrow. Got a concept art roadmap coming out for that. Looking forward to it. Fajardi will whip up a absolute squeaky clean thumb for that video. So... Yeah, we have, I usually drop, you know, a video talking about Reloaded, the next season, about a couple of weeks into a new season. So I think right around right around now is a good time to talk about Reloaded tomorrow. So everything for multiplayer wars on the zombies. We'll be breaking all of that down in a juicer vid. I also have a uh, bit of a filler zombie story vid planned for Sunday. So I'll plan that out more tonight. But yeah, I definitely have another video in mind that I have written down. Uh, lot, lot of stuff is on the way for sure. I was going to stream this Sunday, but it's Mother's Day. So probably not a good time. Uh, on, in, on the way, we have a Blackout throwback stream. I want to do that before Fireteam Elimination drops. We got Black Ops 4 downloaded on uh, the PS5. That should be fun. Then we also have a Zombies Marathon planned with 
MJ Crazer and Damon Allen, the voice actors of Stitch and Woods, respectively. So looking forward to that at some point. But on the topic of Fajardi's beautiful art, let's hop into our time lapse of the week. Yeah, let that's me, what I was about to say. Yeah, let me know when <laughs> uh, you get it up and I will... Um, something before we start this. Yeah. Um, if you, you can just pause it to start. Right. Well, actually, I, um, I just let me pause it on OBS, by the way. When I click it, it's it's on. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I just I just have to say oh, something wait, first. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it's a a good time to bring it up on the pod uh, on the on the bombcast or podcast, whoever you want to say it. The is bombcast. That, bombcast. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is that uh, this week? Uh, if you if you were listening to the the Call of Duty 2021. Uh, and like stream that DK did uh, on stream, uh, Mr. Roth Waffles did DM me uh, like while I was uh, there in the call, and yeah, we got to talking a little bit, and I have I have made a thumbnail for him, so it's. Uh, oh, can you put, yeah? Can you send it on? Uh... Uh, but the video's not released yet, so I can't. Oh, you're right. yeah. He didn't release the video yet. Great. Yeah, so I can't show it. But right, right, right. Yeah, it's a it's a nasty one too. I like it. Huge, huge shows of Spider Man for that because I'm pretty sure he's like the one. He tagged me in like one of his tweets. Oh, and, okay, and I, yeah. And I'm yeah. pretty sure. That's, I'm pretty sure that's how he found me. So, okay, yeah, extremely blessed for the opportunity. I think I did a pretty good job uh, making the thumb. But uh, anyway, yeah, we could start. Uh, you can you can uh, count it down. Real comment, giving commentator in chat. Do you think we'll get Valentina as an operator? Yeah, we'll talk about that uh, in a couple of minutes too. A lot of operators that I definitely think are going to drop. We'll, we'll get to that uh, again. Spider Man, everybody in chat, just stuck around for the podcast, streams, videos, all you guys sincerely, I mean, to the bottom of my heart, from Pajardi's heart, really do appreciate the mention of our names in tweets of other content creators, recommending us for this, recommending us for that, you know, voting for us and, you know, polls, whatever it may be. I mean, any of that, sincerely, the fact that you think of us, I mean, blows my mind that people out there in the world think of our names for this or for that. I mean, you relying on us for content or, or tweets or, or videos, streams, I mean, it blows my mind that, that our names are in your thoughts. I mean, it's just, it really means the world. So thank you for hooking us up with opportunities and thinking of us for people need help with something. I mean, it can't even put it in words, man. It really means a lot. Um, but yeah. You know, I, I think it's crazy for people to bring up your name because you're kind of like the, like the, the like the creator but i just i just make thumbnails so <laughs> no I, I mean i i'm glad that i i've made it very clear who who really do, who really brings up the the spirit of this channel when it comes to marketing thumbs ideas with doing stories and the certain tweet styles i mean there's a lot of things i wasn't doing like during the black ops 4 modern warfare days and then you were like hey why don't we try this why don't you i mean ideas go a long way man i mean it's it's so glad people know who, who uh, who's responsible for a lot of these things. I, w I wouldn't want to take credit for the thumbnails or whatnot. I, I probably could have at one point <laughs> if we didn't have this podcast or if you weren't on Twitter like that. I, people probably would have thought, "Oh my God, his thumbnails are this." I mean, I'm I'm not the guy for those, man. It's uh, it's incredible to see what you've done. But all right, three, two, and one. Okay, we got a finally we got a time lapse this week. A big juicer with the uh, I call him Junk Dozer. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, for the skin for bulldozer, which I couldn't buy, uh, by the way, he's not in my shop at all. I, I, don't know I, I, I think they, I think they took him out. He's not in my shop either. Bugged, but anyway, no, nothing special with this position. I already had most of the stuff set up. A pretty simple background, just uh, two logos, and then the junkyard from the uh, the diesel map. And you know, uh, nothing really crazy going on here. You'll see I'll be doing uh, some custom light work on the guns to get the reflections looking all nice. Uh, because all the reflections on the character itself is already looking pretty good. Uh, yeah, this one really didn't take that long at all. I think one of my fast, quickest and fastest thumbs, um, probably around 45 minutes. 
and I think I got up at one point too to do something. But I mean, that that comes being said, it's not the craziest uh, idea in the world, so that's why I didn't take too long. But the video performed very well, so uh, yeah, beauty, absolute beauty there. And as we're going into the last forty three seconds of this, uh, it's basically just kind of last minute touch ups, uh, seeing it, how everything's going to look like, getting lighting all nice and looking good. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And I apologize for anybody out there who's listening to this on an audio platform. If you want to see exactly what we're talking about, we do put up a time lapse of a, a thumbnail for Jardy made for that week. And uh, yeah, you can see a visual of that, of course, through the YouTube version of this podcast, which is always linked in my description. You can find it on the public playlist of my channel. But yeah, I know whenever we show something visual, it's like, oh, people listening to it can't see that. But uh, he did a great job describing it. And he put the Diamatis for a reason. I actually won the gunfight tournament we were in. Uh, a couple of days ago with the dual wheel Diamatis that it gave us. So that was the reason for uh, <laughs> putting Diamatis in there. We had Diesel, which is a part of the new gunfight tournament. And yeah, anybody in chat, let me know. Did you guys beat the new gunfight tournament yet? I think the new one was a bit smoother than the last one. I like the map rotation better on this one. We had, it was Diesel, KGB, ICBM, Diesel again. The first tournament was mansion game show yuban and mansion again i mean yuban is a bit rough game show gets a bit rough so i think overall uh diesel and kgb play very well in this new tournament uh, icbm is a bit hit or miss sometimes but yeah we, we a couple of attempts we managed to get it done uh i think you have to beat it one more time right you need the orange Howard skin you only got yeah the, yeah i got i got both those so i'll we'll have to run through that is the tournament still live in multiplayer i hope it i don't is. know i hope they didn't take it away but even if they did, we could still always go back to uh, yeah. get those rewards later. When they, but there's at least eleven. I think there's at least ten more tournaments coming up, as you can see in the the barracks menu of Black Ops Cold War. But yeah, Diesel Knight, uh, the video that this thumbnail was for, talked a bit about that. So some insider or some leaker in the community who has shared some real images of Euro Mountain, some other things. So pretty reliable leaker at this point went ahead and claimed that Diesel Knight is coming mid season. I'm like. That's kind of a bit different to see a night variant of a map come out in the same season the original did. So Diesel Knight, of course, is in the campaign anyway. They just turned the lights on for the version we have now. But yeah, great video. Had fun making it. Uh, the support on the channel the past week has been absolutely incredible. So much love to everybody out there who's dropped a comment, dropped a like, uh, stuck through watching most of the video, uh, you know, almost in its entirety. I mean, it really means the world to me that we're seeing um, some great success season three right now. So the content is still rolling pretty hot got more uh, videos on the way more written down and yeah that was the time lapse for this yeah week. just just one last thing i see um cultist commander uh said i wish i was uh as good at, as make, at making thumbnails as for Jardy. um i appreciate the message but i've i have i i've definitely spent a lot of of time getting to uh getting to the skill where i'm at now or if you want to say skill i i personally I think I have my moments, but um, there's still there's still a lot of learning I, I need to do um, to get even quote unquote better than I am now. So yeah, I appreciate the comment, but there has been a lot of a lot of sacrifice to get to the point uh, of where I am today. So yeah, I, I definitely think uh, when it comes to any artist, content creator, musician, anybody, there's always ways to improve. There's always ways to criticize your own work. I mean, I, definitely give yourself credit for some of the greatest work you've ever done. But it is healthy to look at what you could do better, what you want to do better, what you want to achieve next. But don't ever look down on your own work. That's always what I say to any artist, creator, or whatnot. Always, you know, always take a look at, you know, what could be improved on. But there's another comment. Uh, Hunter said, yeah. how did you learn slash start making thumbnails? Now, 
I've been I, I've been kind of just playing around in Photoshop for probably since 2018. Probably I, that's probably when I uh, I first started going doing stuff in Photoshop. I wasn't making anything crazy back then. I was just using PNGs, putting logos and stuff. Uh, yeah. Nothing crazy. And it wasn't probably until 2019, uh, or no, sorry, yeah, sorry, uh, 2019 is when I started to kind of take it more seriously and try to really uh, become better at it. And then at the end of 2020, um, I took a risk, uh, invested in a new PC. And when I didn't, I had zero, I had zero idea how to make renders at the time. Also, um, invested a lot into a PC. Uh, DK also helped a little bit with that because it was around Christmas time, so uh, it, I got a little Christmas bonus there. But anyway, it's besides the point. And um, yeah, I, I took a, I invested in myself, took a risk, and it it really uh, came. I think came, it came full circle. High yeah, risk, high risk, high reward, man. That's that's the uh, yeah. that, that's the way to go, man. Uh, yeah, definitely made the right call with that one. And yeah, we have uh, more to accomplish though. With that lots to learn, lots of uh, new tools that will be introduced to at some point, both in the thumbnail side of things and even video side of things. I mean, with Final Cut, I mean, I personally feel the videos I make don't require something crazy like uh, Adobe Premiere or, or, you know, Avid or Vegas. I mean, you can use that all you want, but I feel like for the videos I make specifically, that isn't really necessary. And even to this day, with using Final Cut for years now on Mac, I've still learned and discovered new tools, new ways to do this, do that by making videos every day. I mean, it's all... The, the best... I, I will say the best way to produce some quality content is all through being self-taught. I feel like when you take a course or when you try to have somebody else teach you something, you'll get, you'll learn something from that. You'll accomplish something for sure. But when you're self-taught and you put in the time yourself, you'll feel some more rewarded when you figure something out and, you know, move to the next step. But I mean, get, get ready for, this is a quote and a half right here. If it's like, you can, you can always teach material knowledge, but you can never teach passion. Hey, I've, I've been saying, I've been saying that about Call of Duty content creation, which is actually a topic that we'll actually get to now. We'll, we'll touch on it now. It's a perfect segue. What is true Call of Duty content creation? It's funny you brought that up. And what I mean by that is, look, a lot of channels out there that want to be a Call of Duty content creator. I'll be the first person to say it. It's not easy. Call of Duty content isn't easy, even though the game gets updated very often, even though the game has a lot of content you can cover, even though that's the case, which I feel like puts it above other games that you can make videos about on YouTube, even though that's that, I will still say that there's an issue with oversaturation of content, people making the same videos, your videos might fall lower in the algorithm, YouTube itself is hard to understand sometimes, knowing what time is best to post a video, how to title one, do a thumbnail, the marketing for it, a lot of ins and outs, nooks and crannies, a lot of different areas that you have to master before making content as it is, but with Call of Duty, it's like, look, I see people out there that try hard. They really do care. They have passion, but they don't realize that when you make the same video everybody else is making, when it's about, oh, the new guns just dropped. I have the same thumbnail style as the next person that, you know, puts the Fortnite style text and the weapon inspect and the blue pink lighting. It's like when everybody is doing that, you have a lot, you have less chance to be seen with that style of thumbnail or title because even the titles I see are similar too. People are making videos about the new guns. It's like, if you want to talk about the new guns, you want to cover something, you've got to find a way to do it in an original way that isn't oversaturated. I'm not saying I'm the most original Call of Duty content creator out there. And I'm, It's like, at the end of the day, how, how hard is it to make original Call of Duty content? What really can you do that's original? You're either making guides, you're talking about news, 
you're, you're maybe breaking down some weapons, you're streaming some gameplay. There's only so many things you can do in Call of Duty. So with that being said, try your best to stand out in a way, whether it's from your marketing, from your titles, from your thumbnails, from the style of your commentary, how you break down things with news, your timestamps. Find a way to, to stand out there because, you know, it's not, like I said, it's not easy at all. There's definitely a lot of competition, uh, but when you're still making the same videos as everybody else, you're not really going to you're not really going to accomplish much. People get lucky. Don't get me wrong. People get lucky doing the same old streaming on Twitch and then uploading all their highlights on YouTube as, you know, reruns and, and doing good views. That may be the style for Nick Merckx or Swagger or whatnot, and, and they're successful. But not every small channel like myself can just do that and, and make it. Some do. God bless. But you, you got to <laughs> really put in a lot of time and effort to, to try something different, you know, and it's not easy. But... uh you know, somebody out there asked, what do you think of matters? Please answer. What's up, Even Darker? I've seen you a lot. I've seen you a lot in uh, some videos recently. Appreciate it. He's calling me Nate Shot. He's calling you Nate Shot. Oh, he has yeah. some similarities and looks we, there. We'll, All get right. the, we'll get the comment above. Fajardi upper face looks like Nate Shot. Please don't be, Please don't be offended. No, you know, we, again, we don't, we, don't have, we don't have character customization when we're bored. When we're born, we can't choose how we look. Um, yeah, Matters is a, is a zombie-centric channel. So, again, he doesn't really cover anything aside from zombies so yeah if you're looking for zombies only i mean it could be your guy uh i, I do a bit of everything we do variety on this channel um yeah that that's that's he just he, he covers what he covers uh i don't always agree with some of his titles or work ethics or you know or whatnot but we all do our own thing we can't we can't decide for others what we're gonna do uh um, he, he actually he follows me on twitter i didn't even know that uh, yeah that's great i mean i uh I didn't start any issues, but I did bring up to him recently. I'm like, look, man, th there was definitely some things that I did exclusively, whether it was with titles or my marketing styles. And I saw that he was cloning a bit of that, trying to do a little bit uh, similar content, you know, with how he approached things. And uh, people out there reached out to me with that saying, hey, you know, is he copying your stuff? You know, what's going on? I'm like, hey, I, no beef, no drama, no negativity. You know, we're not trying to do that. But yeah, there were definitely were some some moments where I saw that. I'm like, yeah, I mean, sometimes if something's working for you, there's any people out there that notice that and want to imitate that to, to also have their own success and you know that's that's just the nature of the youtube business and the competition um but yeah i don't i i, I can't say anything bad about the guy I, I don't think he's done anything wrong um but i just don't i don't have to agree with you know the content he makes that's, that's just me but also you know he does more zombies i think than i do and i would definitely say there, there isn't much to go off of just zombies right now so the fact that he pulls off you know, frequent zombies videos could mean a he's passionate, wants to keep producing, or he just wants to you know keep keep the flow going, you know, keep the momentum going for the channel, right? Uh, it's one or the other. So, uh, yeah, that that's kind of my, my take on that. Everybody does their own thing. That, that's kind of how how YouTube goes. But um, restate a bit of your point again. I want to make sure people heard that what you just said about real or true Call of Duty content. I, I want to hear that again. Make sure people caught that. Got to put that on a damn plaque. Wait, what? What, what did what, I say? What you, what you said before uh, I went to this topic about kind of true oh, quality. Yeah, before I, right before I, I said, got to this topic. I said you can always, like, you can always teach material and knowledge, but you, you can't always teach passion. Right. I, I want to reiterate that because uh, people are asking me about Matters or other YouTube channels. It's like, look, you, you can, I can inspire a bunch of channels to title their videos a certain way or cover certain topics that I'm covering or bring up things only I'm covering, but... The passion, man, that's something you can't copy. You can really tell when a channel is posting out of passion and love. You know, you could tell when they're actually playing the game they're talking about 
and want to continue playing it. You can tell when they're trying to reach out and do different things, you know, to stand out as a quote unquote original Call of Duty channel. I try to say, okay, how do I do things differently? Besides, besides talking about news and, you know, bringing you guys updates and, and doing guides or being original with that. Let's also do something a bit different. Let's do a podcast on Fridays. Let's do some streams every Sunday. Let's reach out to the voice actors. Do some events together. Let's set up our own events. Let's you know, let's do different things that other COD channels who do news aren't doing. That, that, that's my approach to it. So, you know, you could definitely you could definitely tell uh, you definitely tell uh, you know people who post out of passion and who doesn't. Right? People out there, people out there who have admitted to just doing content for money. I mean, that, that, that's just not a way to go about it, man. I do it full time. Obviously, it's my job, but. When you do it just for money, there's so many ways you're going to fail at that. There's so many ways, so many avenues that you're going to succeed in because passion is the most important part of, of content creation. Um, appreciate your comment. Real comment said, your content is not recommended a lot. So I guess the YouTube algorithm does pick up your content. I'm, I'm glad to hear that, man. I'm glad YouTube's doing its job. I mean, people out there in, in the, the chat at the beginning of this podcast were saying that they were getting notifications for this without being subbed. I'm like, have you watched me before? I don't know why I would have recommended you that. But hey, YouTube's doing its job to... Uh, I think you should. I think you should uh, talk about the comment that Donald put. I just saw that you're calling TGR. I'm like, does TGR cover multiplayer bundles, Warzone? Does he stream like I do? Does he have a podcast? He doesn't. I do things differently than him. I'm one of my best friends. We don't. We, when it comes to zombies, we talk about similar things. But when you say clone of TGR, what exactly? What is a clone? If, if, if it's about zombies, it's like yeah, everybody's gonna talk about the same topics because zombies info is scarce as it is. We're all going to address the same things in videos. That's how it goes. The Daleks, the Milos, the me, the TGR. That's how it goes. But I, TGR does things a lot differently than I do. He does. She does YouTube shorts as well, which I don't do. I mean, he does a lot of things differently. I mean, I don't know what this guy's trying to get at. Be original, copy TGR. I, I, I've never... Um, I, if, you, if you just listen to the topic we talked about not even 20 minutes ago, yeah. was that like true like original content? In Call of Duty, there like there doesn't what exist. What can you do? What can you do? Yeah. You can do tutorials, news, um, guides, streams. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I don't know. I, I, and at that point, it's like being original to me is more of is that channel passionate? Does he have a certain distinct voice? Does he approach his editing a different way? Which I, I hope I do. That's what I try to accomplish. Um, but DK is also. One of, I mean, DK. TGR is also one of my best friends. We, we work together quite a bit. We collaborate on certain topics. If him and I have similar... We've had videos before. We we sat down together in a call, wrote down topics, recorded individual commentaries, and posted the video on the same day because we collaborated on the ideas that were presented in the video. We have videos where we dual comm together. And then again, and then there's also the other side of things where I cover things he doesn't. Bundles, multiplayer, other Warzone things. I mean, we just have a different approach to how we do things. I mean... But we're still great friends. We've never had a him and I never had an instance where we're like, oh, we're copying each other. No, we've we've approached things are on our own turf independently. So um, I'll leave it at that. But again, I'm, me saying I'm not a fan of like, oh, matters doing zombies videos or copying my titles or you know making things up or, or that's that's not that's besides the point, right? That's not saying that any any channel's original in Call of Duty. That's just you don't have to agree with somebody's channel. That's that's just that's just how it is. Um, but fine, fine. I'm, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna time out this guy actually. He's just sitting bullshit at this point. So, same thing 20 minutes later. I mean, didn't this year take a, take a week or two break? I mean, I, I posted uh, every day in the past couple, of, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're just moving on. We're yeah, moving that, on. Not, not even worth, a, not even worth, see, sometimes chat, here's, here's an important lesson in life. It's not even worth your time to state something that's not only obvious, but something that we just talked about like 20 minutes ago. It's like, 
you know. Yeah, TJR, TJR was on last week. Is exactly Zai. He was on last week. You put the same video twenty minutes later. It's like, let's entertain this this guy for 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 two minutes here. Let's pull up TGR's channel real quick, uh, because our, our content's drastically different the past couple of weeks. Uh, <laughs> just just for the lulls, we'll, we'll entertain him, Chad, just because we have the time to do it. Cold War Zombies all future DLC maps eight plus. I mean, I posted a video like that about a month ago. I'm not saying he's copying me, but to talk about the same topics is fine. I mean, whatever. Called it Warzone Secret Afghanistan map. Never talked about that. Monover 2 Remastered Multiplayer. I never made a dedicated video on that. I brought it up as a topic in one of my older videos. Activision suing Warzone. A short. Again, I, I don't talk about any of that stuff. I don't even make shorts. So, it, again, him and I are great friends. I, I find that funny that people are even uh, thinking about stuff like that. But, yeah, anyway. Just yeah, I feel hilarious. like. Um, and look, I, how, look I, how easy it was to find an example of what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not making shit up here. I, just, I literally just pulled up his last four videos. Nothing to do with what I'm doing. So anyway, what were you saying? <laughs> I, said, uh, I said I feel like it's funny because we had uh, an experience at the start of this week where people don't understand the definition of like actually copy and pasting. So yeah, no, it, 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 there's people out there who genuinely copy and paste other people's marketing titles, thumbnails, trying to trying to be somebody else. There's channels who do that that are even bigger than me to try to be me. I have seen that. And that's not, me, that's not me boasting, say, oh, people want to be you. I'm just saying, I've seen channels legitimately want to imitate exactly what I'm doing and they never succeeded at it because there's, there's, there's one thing to gain views off what somebody else was doing by copying them. And then there's one thing to not be passionate, to, to be just passing off as like a fake channel. And then people notice that after a while. So that, that, that that's one thing there. But uh, yeah, to kind of wrap up a couple of other topics I had, I had written down was nine studios working on COD. So as Charlie Intel reiterated, I think it was this morning or was it yesterday? They have now listed all nine studios on Call of Duty's website. So Toys for Bob, which is a silly studio name I never heard of before, <laughs> is now working on Call of Duty. Uh, I'll pull up the tweet right now. And yeah, it kind of leads into all the other topics I had written down too. Could, another, could more studios working on COD mean we get more remasters like Modern Warfare 3, maybe a World at War, Black Ops 1? Could that mean more content output, like more Outbreak regions, Zombies remasters, more multiplayer maps, more weapons? What do you think that means for the franchise, having nine studios now pumping out content? What do you, what do you think about that? Um, since we talked about this last week in pretty extensive detail, I'm just going to kind of yeah. uh, summarize. I, I think it's great. I think it's especially you can obviously tell that the money is going somewhere now um, with the, the amount of money they've made. It's going to you can see it. Two thousand more members, new studio, adding more studios just up from so here. I, yeah. Yeah. I think it's good. I think it's really great. Yeah. I think uh, also in case you guys missed it, I'm like, or I'm like, look, if the game is being built for next gen, COD 2021, then I'm assuming one of these studios here, probably Demonware, could be Activision Shanghai, Binox they'll probably be tasked with making the last-gen version of the game for PS4, Xbox One, a separate team just for that, which they did for Advanced Warfare and Black Ops 3. Yeah, Toys for Bob worked on Skylanders. Yeah, my, my, my little brother actually is a big Skylanders fan, so I, I'm surprised I forgot the studio's name that worked on that. He played a lot of Skylanders back then. Um, so and I think that they were working on Crash? Or was it, was it Crash Bandicoot, or was it... Uh, it's, it's, I think so, it's Crash and Spyro. I think it's Spyro. All yeah, I was thinking, yeah. So yeah, big names here, big studios. People were concerned about whether or not these studios will then continue to work on some of those projects now that they're on COD. And I'm like, maybe they're they're just the smaller portions of these studios working on COD now, where a majority of them could still be working on you know 
crash, spiral, or whatever else. So, you know, I think they're still working on their own things, but they, they will be a helping hand for Warzone, hopefully some other projects. But the big point here is if Outbreak goes free to play, like Warzone, could Outbreak end up being a hub-like zombies experience that every developer can update? Treyarch, Infinity War, Sledgehammer. So think of Warzone, where every dev can throw in their own twist, their own spin, their own maps into the Warzone application. Can Outbreak be that one day so that maybe there's a separate division at all of these nine studios working on Outbreak, regions, objectives, new things? Then Treyarch can fully focus on maybe what they want to do, which is round-based maps or a different version of round-based maps, like a Destiny-like feature. I mean, being able to save progress. Can Outbreak turn into a war zone like that? I mean, do you think that that's the goal or will it always be Treyarch only? How, how do you feel about Outbreak going free-to-play one day? This is, a, this is a pretty tough topic because because we've seen how the other zombies iterations and the directions they have gone. So unless if it was like Treyarch would always be writing the story for it. True. And then yeah. it would just kind of be like the other studio just making what Treyarch kind of just like planned. Right. And I think that would be good. But I think when you start when you start adding multiple different studios with multiple different motives, ideas, then I think it's going to get really um, iffy, not even on a storyline level, but even on a, a gameplay level with different mechanics that they well, want to implement. Well, think, think of a gameplay level of Warzone, right? Because Verdansk is its mm -hmm. own thing. It, it really it spawned off as a mono warfare battle royale, but now Warzone is so much more than that. It really is its own thing. And every studio is kind of throwing their own two cents into the Warzone fountain, you know, putting in, putting in their own take, whether it's a new map, whether it's a weapons integration. So let, let's think of Outbreak as a Warzone-like experience where Let's say it's in the Modern Warfare engine. It's a big zombies open world experience. Could even have missions. Could have campaign level cutscenes. Let's say it's that. Maybe maybe it's not as story driven as we would hope it to be. But it's a big gameplay oriented mode. And then every dev can kind of add their own things to it. And then maybe it's not as story connected to Treyarch Zombies as we would want it to be. Maybe it's just there for gameplay and then devs update it You know, going forward. That could be a free to play Zombies um, iteration that, that could exist separate from what Treyarch's doing in their Black Ops games. I mean, it's just an idea. Um, but I bring it up because I think Activision, like I said earlier, has acknowledged that, look, Warzone, COD Mobile, this free-to-play model has changed the way Call of Duty works. So I think if they can translate that over to Zombies at some point, could work. With multiplayer, maybe they could figure that out. I think one day I wouldn't be surprised if Warzone, the app itself, is disconnected from Modern Warfare and has its own multiplayer mode in it with limited maps, weapons, maybe. I know it's pretty much just Modern Warfare, but imagine if there was a free-to-play version of multiplayer in the Warzone app. And then if they figure out zombies after that too, I think that could definitely be something that they're, they're considering in the future. Just having one hub where you can go to play everything for free. And then through that hub, you kind of get advertised. Hey, you want to buy a full copy of the new Call of Duty with these same weapons? I mean... Just an idea. Take headquarters from World War II. You can bet your ass they're going to bring that back in Vanguard. I'd be shocked if they didn't, considering all the all the dev studio and manpower they have now. So bring headquarters back, incorporate that into Warzone somehow. I see a, I see a lot happening. It's very rich for the free-to-play side of Call of Duty. But uh, yeah, lot, lot, lots, of, uh, lots of good ideas out there. Lot, lots of different ways they can handle Call of Duty going forward, but I brought this up as a, a topic in a video recently that yeah, free-to-play zombies is definitely something I'm sure they've thought about. The free trials of Outbreak, like you said earlier, were pretty successful, boosted the player base quite a bit. There was interest in it. 
player retention's hot. So yeah, I think uh, they don't want to ditch their paid yearly model, but if they can incorporate more free models that incorporate and, and encourage some more sales, then I'm sure that's what they're going to do at some point. Uh, <laughs> Battlefield 6 audio. Yeah, I saw the Battlefield 6 audio did leak out. I mean, what? the Battlefield 6 trailer audio of some sort. I think Tom Henderson said that it was like a draft of the trailer that leaked. It wasn't, it wasn't the final version of the reveal trailer that came out. And yeah, I mean, like we said earlier, more power to Battlefield. If they could pull off a good game, good for them. But I just don't think it's going to touch COD that much. I, 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 could, I could really care less about the game. I'm not gonna, I'm probably not going to buy it. But hey, if it does good things, then, then that's great for the EA community. Will Treyarch use the IW8 engine for their next game? Yeah, I mean, that's something too that has me a bit scratching my head. I'm like, if Vanguard is going to use the Modern Warfare engine, doesn't mean the game is going to look and feel like Modern Warfare. But Treyarch's kind of the odd one out right now using their own engine that's essentially an enhanced Black Ops 3. So, you know, I would say that any studio using the Modern Warfare engine probably is just making it easier for a Warzone integration, weapons-wise or operators-wise. You know, using a different engine from that maybe makes the integration a bit more difficult. But who's excited? Show of hands for Fireteam Elimination. Could that drop as a random Thursday update or will that be a Season 3 Reloaded highlight? What do you think about that? Do you think that's that's better save for the mid-season event? Or? I think, I think it's going to be mid-season. I, I I just think it is because it's kind of like a kind of a because it's going to be added with uh, Duga. I couldn't right. remember the name. Du so. Duga Fire, yeah, Duga Fire Team. Yeah, that's another thing too. I, I forgot to bring up people out there saying Outbreak's just playing zombies on multiplayer Fire Team maps, and I'm like, how how does that work though? Because Golova and Duga were in Outbreak first. We know they're probably made for Fire Team Dirty Bomb. I get it. But well, you got early access to those maps in Outbreak, so <laughs> kind of defeats that point a little bit. It's like you are getting exclusive experiences that multiplayer didn't have in Zombies first. So I'm looking forward to Duga. Duga, oh my god, that map plays so well in Outbreak. I want to see. I want to see the, the dirty bomb locations on it. You know, and, and Fireteam Hardpoint also plays fairly well on most of the maps. Kind of hit or miss on like Alpine or, or something, but plays good on, on Golova Sanatorium. I'm looking forward to. Some Duga in there. When is the midseason update? I'm going to have to guess closer to the end of May. I hope it's not after that. I'm actually going on a bit of a trip from, I think it's June 3rd through the 6th. Let me pull up my calendar. It's a Thursday, June 3rd, yes, to Sunday, June 6th. That week, I'll have plenty of content planned, a pre-recorded podcast premiered here on the channel. And I might be back early enough on that Sunday to stream. I'm just hoping the Reloaded update doesn't drop that week because then I'll be streaming Reloaded that Wednesday, going on a six-hour drive the morning after, which I'll be exhausted. And then, you know, we'll see, though. Hopefully that doesn't happen. But, uh, yeah, the trip's going to be fun. I will have plenty of content planned ahead of that. But I'm definitely going to assume Reloaded drops the end of May because Season 4 does drop June 15th, according to the in-game Battle Pass, which... Not that far away. We still have three and a half more seasons of this game. And I just got to appreciate what's left of it because like we talked about before, you know, what's going to happen when World War II Vanguard's out? Modern Warfare 2 drops a year after that. We have to wait till 2023 for Treyarch's next title. So I'm hopeful. I, I won't lie. I will say that I'm a bit worried though about, you know, content. I'm hoping that things stay fresh with weekly updates and you know, having things to talk about. I hope we're interested in the game itself, so we're playing it constantly and invested in it. But I can't lie, yeah, I'm, I'm worried about the, the future of 
you know, Call of Duty content creation. That's why I'm just, <laughs> to the fullest, living out these next three seasons, you know, enjoying Black Ops Cold War the most that I can because I'm loving this game. So a year two would mean the world to me if, you know, if that happened. Just so we have uh, more to enjoy with multiplayer and zombies. Uh, any last comments, though? We'll, we'll kind of wrap up with any last questions or comments that we have. Uh, there also is something called the stage in di my Discord where people could enter this bit of a waiting room and essentially raise their hands and they could be picked to then ask questions. Kind of like a live Q&A session. Wanted to incorporate that in the podcast, but we're going to have to you know work out a better way to do that. Maybe in the next episode, but we could also answer questions just in the chat here. But yeah, any other things that I might have failed to address, Fajardi? Any any topics, any announcements, anything else that we didn't cover yet? Um, no, I think we covered just about everything uh, I wanted to and uh, the topic list. So there you go. Definitely, I think definitely uh, nailed quite a bit tonight. And yeah, in terms of uh, guests and whatnot, we actually had a, a really juicy guest, Lucas Vice, absolute Chad great designer in the Call of Duty community. We had him planned, I think it was last week, and uh, some scheduling yeah, conflicts yeah, came up, yeah. so hopefully we can find a better time to get him on at some point. That'd be great to sit down and talk with him about uh, his years of experience with, with, with renders and how he's felt about the community, how he feels about the game. Opinion on Blame Truth. I don't really watch his content, but what I will say is I'm not a huge fan of essentially not playing the game but still criticizing it or complaining about SBMM. And it's like, dude... It, it's one thing to, to positively criticize a game's faults, talk about what could be done better, but it's one thing to just bicker on and on again. It's like, yeah, sure, it has an audience, but what is that doing for the community, really? It's just continuing that constant trend of toxicity, complaining. You know, there may be an audience for it, but hey, I just don't think that's the way to go about uh, talking about COD, man. And I'm not a shill for saying that either. I just think there's a there's such a better way to address problems and talk about what could be done better than just complaining. You know what I mean? Uh, they're making Cold War a mix of VO1 and 2. Yeah, I kind of get that vibe. I, I, I have a vibe of like Black Ops 3 level updates hype-wise, but then getting that nostalgia factor of Black Ops 1 and 2. You know, I'm definitely loving the the content. Like Kajari said, we're getting like iconic weapons added too that really feel uh, memorable and, you know, loving what has been done so far with Black Ops Cold War. But yes, the Outbreak Egg should drop, hopefully season 3 reloaded. Yeah, this about wraps things up for episode eight of Bombcast. Can you believe it's been two months, man? Like, holy crap. It's been two months of episodes. Eight yeah, episodes. Definitely, in. Been going, definitely been going quick. So my week's been going by quick. I mean, I said it earlier, this past week felt, I don't know, real long, I guess, because of the extra stream we did with the, the investors call, the videos you made, but long in a good way. That definitely had fun with the content that was made. But yeah, on top of that, I mean, with the podcast, it's like Friday comes around, we do a podcast and then like two seconds later, another one's coming up. So Try to get a guest next week. We'll, we'll see if we get hooked up with that. And then if not, be us too, like usual. But are you going to join the Outbreak Easter Egg Hunts? Can't wait for your videos on it too. Hey, appreciate that real comment. Yeah, I'll probably stream something with that when it launches, depending on when it does launch. Uh, maybe do one video covering uh, the Easter Egg itself. I'll try not to spam zombies videos like I did for Firebase. But yeah, we'll definitely get some coverage out there of whatever happens. But yeah, this about wraps things up for Bombcast this week. As a reminder, in the description, we have a link to... Bombcast on all nine or ten, I think it is, major audio platforms. You can listen to this podcast anytime you'd like. This will be public in the public, can't even speak. This will be available in the public Bombcast playlist on my channel anytime you guys want. Uh, you can find that on the main page on my channel. But yeah, we will catch you guys in the next episode. Thank you guys for tuning in and peace out.